This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. And today is Tuesday, September 1st. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Gyms and health clubs in New Jersey can reopen from the COVID-19 pause at 25% capacity beginning Tuesday. Gyms are implementing some changes like adding a check-in and check-out process in order to keep the required 25% capacity limit. Gyms are also required to space out equipment at least six feet apart. Members and staff will have to wear masks and group fitness classes are limited to one person per 200 square feet, which is about the size of one car garage. The Attilus Gym in Belmar was fined a number of times, totaling $130,000 after defying Governor Murphy's closure order. They also uh, issued an edict that you can now only yell, empty half the tank. Oh. Empty half the oh, yeah, tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, did and you... leave part of it in the gym. Did you guys hear <laughs> if that Attilus Gym had to shut down? Like uh, I, I after mean, that could, third time or whatever. No, no, no. I mean, or, but after like financial issues, like after he was, oh, I, I, I had heard it, but I, I didn't, didn't see that. like an, an official report or not, so I didn't know. Yeah, if I he, haven't heard anything either. Yeah, if yeah. he was able to reopen. Yeah, I mean, he totaled up one hundred thirty thousand dollars in fines. Uh, restaurants in New Jersey will also have plenty of restrictions when they reopen for indoor dining on Friday. Customers will have to wear masks when they are not eating or drinking. Restaurant windows will have to be open, and air conditioning units must be set at the maximum level. Uh, for airflow. Restaurants that have been limited to takeout and outdoor dining are happy that they are finally able to open for some indoor dining. Now, speaking of indoor dining, Philadelphia Mayor Jim Kenney is apologizing after a photo showed him dining indoors at a restaurant in Maryland, even as indoor dining in his city remains banned. The COVID-19 pandemic forced some city businesses to close and others struggling to stay afloat with outdoor dining only. The mayor's office confirmed that he went to a friend's restaurant on Sunday. The photo went viral by Sunday night. Kenny is issued the apology in a pair of tweets posted Monday afternoon. I felt the risk was low because the county I visited has had fewer than 800 COVID-19 cases compared to the over 33,000 cases in Philadelphia, Kenny tweeted. Regardless, I understand the the frustration. I'm sorry if my decision hurt those who've worked to keep their businesses going under difficult circumstances, he continued. Indoor dining at Philadelphia restaurants is set to resume on September 8th with several restrictions including a 25% capacity limit. When he announced that date, he staunched stood by his decision to prohibit indoor dining until then. A one-year-old boy is safe and back home with his mother after being abducted from his stroller at gunpoint Saturday. Authorities said baby Mateo was being pushed in his stroller by his mother near their apartment in Chambly, Georgia, just northeast of Atlanta Saturday afternoon when an SUV pulled up next to them. A man got out of the vehicle and approached the mother, pointed a gun at her hip, looked inside the stroller, according to a news release from the police department. When the man tried to grab her son, the mother was able to grab the gun from the man. She attempted to shoot him, but the gun didn't go off, the relief said. A second suspect, who was the man's wife but disguised as a male, jumped out and grabbed the baby from the stroller. The mother was able to grab a piece of the suspect's shorts and shoe, the release said. Uh, The couple intended to raise the baby, the assistant chief of police, Michael J. Beller, said. An Amber Alert was issued for the boy, and hours later, uh, Maynard Dario Valera Zuniga and Kristen Nicole Valera Zuniga were arrested. The child was found unharmed inside the vehicle, police said. 
Charges against the suspects have not been announced, and a motive is not known at this time. You hear something like this, and do you, do you guys see the story that the, the kids they found down in Georgia, there were like 30 kids? I read the headline. I didn't dive into the oh, story, but it? yeah, it was like Project Left Behind or something oh along those lines. Yeah, that Sex they, trafficking. Forgotten. Oh, yeah. stuff. I mean, so so kids yeah. that have been missing, they found, I guess it was like a, like a double wide or something like that. Oh, my God. Yeah, and uh, oh, Jesus Christ. That's unbelievable. Awful. So this, this mom wrestles the gun away. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, by herself walking the baby, and this couple just decided that they wanted to take the baby and was supposedly going to raise the baby on their own. But fortunately, uh, the Amber Alert worked, and they they got the baby back, so he's back with his mother. Thank God. In sports this morning. Spencer Howard threw five effective innings. Reese Hoskins hit another home run and drove in three runs as the Phillies beat the Washington Nationals 8-6. Yeah. Two runs Crowd goes wild. <laughs> That's what it's like. Yeah. Howard allowed two runs and five hits, striking out four to earn his first major league win in his fourth start. After winning six of their last seven games, the Phils are 15 and 15 at the midpoint of the pandemic shortened season. The series against the Nationals continues tonight. Aaron Nola gets to start, and game time is set for 7.05. Before the game, the Phillies made a move to fortify their bullpen for the final month of the season, acquiring right-hander David Phelps from the Brewers for three players to be named later. 33-year-old Phelps is 2-3 and three with a 2.77 ERA in 12 appearances this season for Milwaukee. <clears throat> the Jacksonville Jaguars waived running back Leonard Fournette. The move ends a three-year run in which he rushed for 2,631 yards and 17 touchdowns. The Jaguars didn't pick up the fifth-year option during the offseason and actively pursued a trade without receiving any serious offers. 25-year-old Fournette was the fourth overall pick in 2017 NFL Draft the same year they reached the AFC Championship game. And legendary Georgetown coach John Thompson Jr., known simply as Big John throughout his college basketball career, died at the age of 78. Thompson led Georgetown to the 1984 National Championship and took the Hoyas to three Final Fours in the 1980s. He also won seven Big East titles and led the 1988 U.S. National Team to a bronze medal in the Olympics. His legacy includes the recruitment and development of four players in the Basketball Hall of Fame. Patrick Ewing, Alonzo Mourning, Dikembe Mutombo, and Allen Iverson. Thompson, who was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 1999, is often credited with opening the door for a generation of minority coaches and is the first black head coach to win an NCAA championship. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thanks so much, Kathy. Good to have you back, Miss Romano, to the studio. Are we feeling better? I know it wasn't a oh, sick no, day no, I wasn't sick. But... Yeah, it was just a vacation day. But are you feeling better? Because I heard you're still coughing. Yeah, no, I'm still coughing. I mean, yes, I feel much better, but uh, I'm still coughing. Yeah. Yep. Lingering about. <laughs> All right. Oh, the joy of a summer well, cold. Well, if this this will probably make you feel better. Oh, good. We're gonna have Steve Gutenberg on the show. Oh, that makes me feel so much better. Ho- so, hopefully, the coughing will stop. Thought maybe that might be a little. <laughs> would I, honestly, the ultimate pet me up. Uh, so we're actually gonna talk to Steve. Actually, I I've always dug his stuff, and uh, I'm right looking from forward the beginning. To, I'm looking yeah. forward to talking to Steve Gutenberg. He'll be on the show around nine o'clock or so today. A few other things are taking place. It is Tuesday, and that means a tad Tuesday. So we have a chance to win a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo Piercing. And they are located at 1729 South Street uh, in Philly. And if you want to check out some of the samples, you can go to floatingworldtattoos.com or check them out on Instagram at 
floating world tattoos. So if you're interested in winning a Preston and Steve themed tattoo from Floating World Tattoo and Piercing, you just text word tattoo to 39333, which is spelled T-A-T-T-O-O. And uh, at some point during the show, we'll grab a uh, a random texter and we will give away that prize. So give it a awesome. shot, man. Yeah. Whether you already have a sleeve or two or if you're fresh, uh, you're, you're a blank canvas, whatever, man. But we're going to put Preston and Steve on you somewhere. So get to that. And uh, remember, it's the word tattoo to 39333. Also, a reminder, today is the first day of... September morning. Yes. Oh, so beautiful. I'm going to say this right now. I'm not doing this every day. No, no. This, no, this is not. like, um, We're done with we'll it. do it every now and then. <laughs> that bird is the word thing. <laughs> but it just, uh, it, 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 it brings the momentum down a little it bit. It does. To do this every day. But this is a beautiful song, and it's a beautiful month, September. Well, maybe the next time you do it, you play that, uh, like, death metal version that we have. Well, we do have yeah, that yeah. version of it. Oh, uh, what are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> That's so good. All right, that one yeah, might be yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but what about the Brian Fitzgerald one? Ah, uh, what about it? That's a good one too. We dance All right, well, one thing we do need to do, and that is to rotate the Totally Office calendar. Oh, man. And welcome our uh, latest of our calendar girls to her month. So we are going to say goodbye to the platinum locks of Nicole, who is from uh, Blackwood, New Jersey. And we are saying hello in the month of September to... Miss Carly May from Wilmington, Delaware. She of the raven hair and looks uh, absolutely stunning in her pictorials. Very cool. A big MMR fan. Yes, she is. And uh, she is going to be your month of September gal. She can be your regular Saturday night. Regular Saturday night. If you want. All you have to do is just keep it on. (laughs) She loves Jackie Bam Bam, right? Jackie loves her. Yeah. Yeah. Saturday night thing, baby. uh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) She often works a late shift, and so they have a bit of a, a cool love affair going. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah, Jackie and Carly oh, yeah. get along great. <laughs> oh yeah. What, so does he call her show regularly? They, or they, she? Call, yeah, they just they check she in. Call his show, show regularly. Yeah. They, oh, yeah. uh, they have uh, fun with each other over Instagram. She was posting stories last night, and Jackie was responding. She was listening to MMR. She was leaving work last night. So uh, her Instagram handle is X Carly May, all one word. All right. I just thought of a slogan for her. Yay, Carly May. Yay. Yay. Oh yeah. yeah. My regular Saturday night thing, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I love that guy. I love that guy. We need to get him on. We should. He's done a ton of crap. Has he? He has. He's a character actor. All right. Done deal. He's but next the regular on the Saturday list. Night guy. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. God, it's a perfect best. one. Yep. I tried to get, you know, I've been working on trying to get the, um, the uh, femme fatale or the... Uh, Mm. The other girl, who is the the dancer who does the little strip tease, yeah, ben, ben she's, with, she's with uh, Brad Wesley. Right, she's Brad Wesley's uh, squeeze in that movie. She's, We're talking Roadhouse. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If those who don't know, because yeah, yeah, Kelly Lynch, who was uh, the more farm girl turned doctor, <laughs> you know, a supermodel. Of course, uh, as you always find in any small town. Of course. So, um, <laughs> all right, well, we'll work on that. Uh, in the meantime, enjoy uh, your morning as we get started. We're going to take a quick break, come back in a second, and I have a whole bunch of stories to share along with a stupid question, some giveaways. Stay close because we are going to enjoy each other's company this morning. 
Preston and Steve in WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Nobody likes a delay of game. And while there's been some uncertainty about this football season, Acme is happy to announce it's game on. So no matter what your game day's like, they've got everything you need to cheer the Eagles on. From snacks and party trays to beverages and fan gear, make it a season to remember. Acme, official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, and sorry, I was just talking to Casey uh, while I was trying to also still come up with a stupid question, and I don't have one yet. Uh, so let me grab my got, first one. What? I got one from last week, and it's a, it's a truly stupid question. Okay. All right, so uh, which European city uh, was originally two different towns, one named Pest and one named Buddha? There you go. All right, 215-263-WMMR. All right, well, it was originally two cities. Yeah, it was two cities. One of them was called Pest, and the other one was called Buddha. All right, let's see if you, genius, know that answer. <laughs> and we're going to give away Tony Hawk's Pro Skater and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 for PS4 if you can answer those questions or that question about those cities. Um, I'm going to go through some birthdays. Today is Tuesday, September 1st. It is Gloria Estefan. This is my alarm song. It should be. <laughs> it will get you up and moving. I know it would get Kathy moving. I have Congress right next to the bed. Um, <laughs> there was a time where I had a thing for her. In oh, yeah. A big way. About when this song hit and she, they had a couple of follow up hits. And uh, yeah, I used to. I used to have a big crush on Gloria Estefan. Uh, she is celebrating her 63rd birthday today. She had a really bad uh, accident. A bus broke her back. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so, let's see. Oh, it's also Barry Gibbs' birthday oh! today, Steve. Yeah. Love this song. Uh, the eldest of the brothers. Wait, was he the eldest? Yes, he was. And uh, the lone survivor at he this is. point. So, at that Bee Gees tribute that the Grammys did, yeah. he was... Front row. Yeah, but he's the one remaining at the best, uh, Chief. Robin and Morris uh, passed away, and uh, Andy, who was the the youngest, youngest, uh, he died a long time ago. He had a cocaine problem, had a heart attack. Barry Uh, has that line. Well, the lion's mane has since diminished. Yes, it's it's moved a little further back. Yeah, it starts back of the head. It's still long, but uh, oh, he was, my mom had a huge crush on Barry. He yeah. was the looker in the band. Yeah. There were very few Maurice fans. Uh, and you and I are big Bee Gees fans. And we'll proudly declare it. I love them. Because yeah. if you go back in their record catalog, music catalog, a lot of their earlier stuff is very Beatlesque. Bill hates it when we talk about how much we love the Bee Gees. Tough. I know. Yes, Tough. he does. Uh, yeah. He finds it, you know, we're on a rock station. Yeah. Uh, about can't disco. have any other interests outside the station. Disco <laughs> artist. Uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah he dressed like he's going to a disco sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Casey, it is one of my favorite things <laughs> when Casey busts on, on Bill's outfits when he comes in. Because Casey's wearing, you know... <laughs> Yeah. As casual sure. as humanly possible. It's like having, you remember from Hee Haw Junior samples call yeah. you out. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the best, man, because he gets them every time. But he's good with it because it, it'll really just good. he'll just slide it right into yeah. the conversation uh-huh. and like mm-hmm. we all hear it and start chuckling. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes Bill catches it and sometimes he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barry, 74 today. Uh, actress and comedian Lily Tomlin is 81 years old. Eighty-one years old. What's today. the series she's in with uh, Jane Fonda? Grace and Frankie. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, it's also Dr. Phil McGraw's birthday and a milestone birthday for the doc. He is 70 years old. Whoa. Yep. Wow. So, big one for uh, Dr. Phil. Six gerbils, two cats, a hamster, and a rabbit. That's, that's him ordering lunch. That's what he wants for lunch today. <laughs> That's a weird one. Well, it's a special birthday. Six gerbils, two cats, a hamster, and a rabbit. That's a... <laughs> and that's a plate load. Yeah, he loves it, man. Uh, so Dr. Phil is 70 today. Uh, Padma Lakshmi, the TV host. Mm. Super uh, hot. She is. And uh, a big one for her today. She is 50 years old. Didn't she do a Carl's Jr. commercial? Oh, she, I think, I think she, she did. They, have. You know, they had a whole series of the, uh, like, Paris Hilton did one where they're eating that big burger. Yeah, wearing a bikini, yeah, yeah, yeah. laying on a car and stuff like she that. She was married to Salman Rushdie. Yes, that's correct. Um, Nick, who was the actor you want to... Oh, Boyd Holbrook. Yeah. Oh. Uh, who is from uh, Hatfields and McCoys, and he was in the movie Milk, and he was in Gone Girl. And Logan is probably what you know him from, Preston. He's he's sort of the bad guy in Logan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, he's really great in um, the first two seasons, I think, of Narcos. Okay. Um, so uh, Narcos is one of those shows that if you miss it on Netflix, it's it's worth a rewatch, and he's in the beginning of, the, of that series. Uh, he's 39, and then the last birthday I saw on the list is Zendaya. Zendaya! Uh, uh, she is celebrating her 24th birthday Love today. Her. Yeah, she's she's pretty great, and she's uh, as uh, MJ in the uh, the current uh, Spider-Man run has been great. What's the production status of this movie, right? Yeah. Because um, remember, they had to, yeah. they, they were sort of going back legally with Sony and uh, Marvel and who would have oh, the rights. Yeah. It looked like it wasn't going to be made, and then everything was cleared. Yeah. Uh, at this point, things are starting to trickle in as far as productions go. So right. there's probably there's probably things happening, but we don't know about it yet. Because I don't think Spider Man would work as a Zoom call movie. No, and Nick, she's going to be in Dune. Is yeah. that what it says here? Yeah, she's one of the stars. Chani. She okay. So Chani is the lead love interest for Paul, who is the main character in the Dune series. She's the recipient of the line "Sweep the leg, Chani." No, not that at all. She is a uh, she's a fremen on, uh, on a bunch uh, of your favorites on Arrakis. It's got uh, Rebecca Ferguson, Jason Momoa. Oh my God, Josh Rebecca Brolin. Ferguson. Yeah, Oscar I mean, Isaac is going to be in it as well. Stellan Skarsgård. So, and wow. this is supposed to come out. Steve talking about production. They say Dune's going to come out in December of this year. Well, oh, I was telling you, Preston, there are a whole bunch of stills. We're huge fans of Dune. Love yeah. this year. And and it's just amazing. It's super complex, but the stills that are coming out from this production look fantastic. So it says post production, which means hopefully most of it's in the can and they can actually make it. Wow, Javier Bardem, uh, Stellan Skarsgård, Oscar Isaacs, Dave, Dave Bautista. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is going to be an excellent. Who is playing Fade? All right, we'll look it up later. On. I'll spend some time with that. Yeah, later. I'll get yeah, back yeah, to you yeah. with a report. Uh, Zendaya is 24 today. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to today's stupid question. Uh, there were once two cities named Pest and Buddha. Right. What city did they eventually become? What singular city did they become? 215-263-WMMR. Let's go to Justin. Hi, Justin. That is the dumbest question I've ever <laughs> I would agree, <laughs> and it falls under the header of stupid questions, so there you go. What's the answer, Justin? That Budapest. Yeah, Budapest. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing that's what it is, right? Okay, all right. No, it's Pest Buddha. All right. Uh, Justin, you got it right. We are going to give you uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 for PS4. Play the most iconic skateboarding games ever made in one epic collection. You can rebuild from the ground up in incredible HD. All the Pro Skater's levels and tricks are back and fully remastered. And it's available Friday on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC via Epic. And you can pre-order that today. Those games were fun. 
They were a lot of fun. Yeah, they were I a lot agree. of fun. Um, so we're going to begin with uh, Chaswick Bowman. Thousands of fans are signing a petition and pushing for a Confederate statue in his hometown of Anderson, South Carolina, to be replaced with a memorial to the late actor. We played back a little snippet of the the time that we spoke to him back in, I think it was 2013. Yes. One of the first things I asked is, where you're from? And he said, Anderson, South Carolina. Uh, one petition with about 10,000 signatures stated, uh, Mr. Bozeman is without question an American treasure, and his accolades go on and on. It is only fitting that his work be honored in the same place that birthed him. As fellow citizens go about their day, they should, uh, they, uh, they should have a face that sees all people as equal. That sees all citizens, regardless of outward appearance, as reminder as a member of the Anderson community. Uh, the statue uh, that they wanted to replace was erected in 1902. Shows a Confederate soldier, and the placard reads: "The world shall yet decide, in truth's clear, far-off light, that the soldiers who wore the gray and died with Lee were in the right." Uh, South Carolina Mayor Terrence Roberts. Uh, has said that the local government is in a quandary. Roberts noted in his comments to the outlet that the monument could likely be subjected to the state's Heritage Act, and the measure reportedly prohibits the removal of a, of Confederate monuments unless two-thirds of the state legislature votes to do so. Uh, Bozeman is, of course, beloved for his roles in uh, Black Panther, and uh, The Five Bloods, uh, of course, um, as Thurgood Marshall and Marshall, and so on, James Brown, and Get On Up. Uh, he is survived by his widow, the singer Taylor Simone uh, Ledward. Now, Michael B. Jordan has broken his silence on his friend Chadwick. Uh, Jordan wrote via Instagram, I've been trying to find words, but nothing comes close to how I feel. I've been reflecting on every moment, every conversation, every laugh, every disagreement, every hug, everything. And I wish we had more time. He said, one of the last times we spoke, you said we were forever linked. And now the truth of that means more to me than ever. Since nearly the beginning of my career, starting with all my children when I was 16 years old, you paved the way for me. You showed me how to be better, honor purpose, uh, and create legacy. And whether you've known it or not, I've been watching, learning, and constantly motivated by your greatness. I wish we had more time. Their relationship in... um... Black Panther was so um, complex and so cool and is what made that movie resonate so much because, again, with all quote-unquote villains, he had reasons that at some point motivated him. Whether they were good or whatever, you can understand. When you can somehow, in a slight way, uh, understand where someone's coming from, it makes it more tangible. Part of what made that movie so good. I think so, yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, you know, a statement like this, you know, it it uh, it kind of you post it, it, it goes out there, and it hopefully is cathartic for you. But shouldn't we say something like that to somebody when they're alive? When, when they're alive, but we're so so often, you know, stop and think about the people in your life. You know, we're reticent to do something I know. like that. I, I certainly am, and I've never yeah. done that, and I I think I need to do that. Um, we'll start with a, Casey. He's okay. right there. Yeah. Hi, ham-ass. Hey. How you doing? <laughs> you may not know, but I've been, I've been watching your ham-ass for years. Yeah. Start with an insult. Yeah. Uh, I never uh, felt... Ham-ass is not an insult. Or at least I never took it as an insult. Should I have? Uh, I think I may get. I may do something like that. It this. must have I... been cold there in the shadow of my ham-ass. <laughs> Did you ever know you're my hero? <laughs> Uh, so, you know what? Think about that today. Yeah. That, that might be a, a good exercise for you. So, um, when anyhow. you do that, though, the, you know, the response is, are you okay? I'm not gay. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you just, like, 
out of nowhere, just reach out to somebody and say, hey, you've always been an interview. You know, well, uh, what's going on here? I, I wonder statistically, yeah. Case, to that point, yeah. I wonder statistically how many times that you're, you're not going to lose by doing it. At least right. in your heart, well, you did it for the right reason. Use something like this as a step off. Say, hey, look, I saw this today yeah. and yeah. this made me prioritize things a little bit. And I just wanted to share this. But you recoil sometimes when people even a, a guy. I, I was I was outside like two weeks ago and I was wearing a, a relatively new backpack and the guy goes, "Hey, nice backpack." And I was like, "What's wrong with my back?" I, like I thought yeah. he was insulting me and it's just you you sort of react in this way sometimes. I'm not where, gay. Yeah, I'm not gay. <laughs> no, no, but I know I know, I know what you. Yes, I know, and we we should probably get as equally. Uh, uh, adroit at issuing these things at receiving them. Right. You know? <laughs> what if you do it to your best friend and they get offended? What the hell is this supposed to <laughs> right? be? Yeah. Huh? What? You've been yes. looking at me? <laughs> Nick, in the same vein, I was going to a fish concert and listen, uh, you know, I started going to fish concerts when I was 20, right? Uh, now we're all like older and we have kids and stuff like that and I'm walking into the parking lot and there's a guy pulling into the parking lot in his minivan, his window's down. And I just turn him, I go, nice minivan, nerd. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? Yes. You know why I said that? No. Because I have a mi- or I had a minivan at the time. So like I was like, oh, and I'm sure he totally brothers. understood yeah. that, right? Well, yeah. well, listen. I'm sure this complete stranger saw that. Oh, he's being ironic. When he was done rabbit punching in the face, <laughs> yeah. he had a Actually, good job. He took it way better than I think you would have. It's just you know, it, it fell on I think uh, the the proper ears. You know, like this guy didn't get out of his. I right, mean, so, even to kick my ass. Instead of calling a complete stranger a nerd, yeah. maybe somebody that actually means something in your life. Or pick up the phone and, and call someone you don't know and yes. insult them. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. Nice phone number, nerd. Brian Austin Green and Megan Fox were together on and off for about 15 years, and they share three children. Uh, but fans are wondering if Green should just let it go. Over the weekend, the 47-year-old uh, did an Instagram live and asked, uh, and a fan asked if Green and Fox would ever get back together, and he said, I never say never. Well, he's just being, yeah, the possibility. He said, you never know. I kind of feel like people are on paths in life, and sometimes your paths are together, and you travel that path together, and you see eye to eye, and then sometimes paths do different things. And, you know, we had an amazing 15-year relationship. Reactions ranged from a hilarity to sadness. Several laugh-crying emojis cropped up. While another one wrote, that's embarrassing since he thinks someone else is in is her twin flame. What? What the hell is he talking what? about? I don't know. Is that, um, somebody want to explain what twin flame is? Is that Twin uh, flame? Emoji speak. Is, is that, that like, like a soulmate? Marissa? Marissa! Youngest member of the show. Marissa! What does it mean? Twin flame. Ever heard of that? Nope. Okay, It's an you. artist, apparently. It's a, uh, a musical artist. Twin flame relationship is when two people oh. are perfect matches as a result of shared pain or another difficulty. So shared oh, pain. Didn't mm-hmm. Megan Fox use some sort of description of her and Machine Gun Kelly that was similar? Probably. Uh, she said we're both Weber grills. Um, so Green did weigh in on Machine Gun Kelly saying, I've never met him. I have no idea. I've never heard anything bad from him or bad from Megan about him. Uh, he added, I can say, yeah, I've heard bad stories about him, but I've heard bad stories about myself as well. And I know that most of those aren't true. Uh, I trust my own instincts on meeting somebody and somebody else whose instincts I feel have always been really spot on. So as of right now, I have no problem. With I kind of like the way he's handling this. I yeah. think he's being he's trying to take the high road. Yeah. I mean, the Courtney Stodden thing might have been a misstep, but uh, it yeah. always is. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Andy Lasner, producer, Ellen DeGeneres Show, broke his silence after a couple of rough months, he said, following the controversy surrounding the daytime talk show. The 53-year-old popped up on Instagram after a month-long silence, assuring followers that he's back after the ousting of three producers following an investigation into alleged uh, allegations of racism, sexual harassment, and bullying on set. He ended the post by saying, I love you guys, I miss you, and talk to you soon. Meanwhile, Mariah Carey, is speaking out about her troubling interview with Ellen. Uh, Carrie admits to feeling extremely uncomfortable in their, during their 2008 interview in which she was forced to admit that she was pregnant. Uh, she later had a miscarriage. Ooh. Uh, yeah, DeGeneres had asked Carrie to confirm or deny rumors that she was pregnant with then-husband Nick Cannon. Uh, Carrie tried to change the subject, but the host offered her champagne to toast not being pregnant. Uh, she spotted Carrie fake sipping the champagne from her glass and then shouted, You are pregnant. Uh, and Carrie had said in the years old clip, I can't believe you did this to me, Ellen. This is peer pressure. What Ellen is doing, this is peer pressure. What had, had she specified prior to the interview that she not be asked about it? I don't know. Okay. But Carrie told, uh, 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 Vulture magazine, I was, uh, extremely uncomfortable with that moment is all I can say. And I really have had a hard time grappling with the aftermath. Uh, she went on to say that. Uh, she had wished the, that empathy had been implemented in the moment, adding, but what am I supposed to do? It's like, um, what are you going to do? So the clip from the interview went viral last month during reports of an investigation into the toxic work environment. So what do you usually wait? To, to, for The first trimester is the point at which people 12 usually... 12 weeks, I think. I, yeah, I think it's first trimester, 12 weeks. Yeah, and kind of the, the, the rule. Yeah, safe zone. You, safe you zone, get okay. A safer zone. It's more volatile before that. So right. that's kind of the, the standard... Um, uh, routine. Uh, let's see. Brad Pitt. Uh, he might be biased, but he thinks his new uh, Miraval wine is pretty darn tasty. <laughs> it's darn tasty. Does he? I thought he didn't drink anymore. Uh, Pitt and Angelina. He's a liar. Co-own Miraval, and the French Chateau has been producing award-winning rosés since 2012. Will now produce a limited edition rosé champagne called Fleur de Merval. Mm. Uh, and here's what he told people. He said, champagne conjures up feelings of celebration, quality, prestige, luxury. But rosé champagne is still relatively unknown. Backed by our success uh, with Miraval in Provence, I wanted us... It's like drinking the piss of the gods. ...to try to create the definition brand of rosé champagne. Wow. Focusing all our efforts on just this one color. Wait, and they own... Bullet six-packs everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> they own Miraval... Yeah. Wow. So uh, Casey does raise a good point, though, Preston. He is, um, is he not? They co-own him. He, he says sober. Sober. He had used the word sober. That's he, not. <laughs> he continues to say, Miraval isn't a celebrity wine for me. Above all, it's a wonderful, exceptional estate that I fell in love with uh-huh. and that I continue to invest in to make it one of the finest estates in province. Uh, for the wine, I partnered with the Perrin family. Uh, they've been winemakers for generations. Together, we are in it for the long term. It's not just a passing trend. He doesn't talk about the taste of it or anything like that. I, I thought at the so. beginning he did. No, he's just talking about how good it is. He's talking about yep. the high quality. He doesn't oh. actually refer to him drinking it. It's like an endorsement. And not I drink a... lots of it, though. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> well, you yeah, said how can the you first even... thing he said was that it tastes good, but... Uh... But he didn't say I tasted it, and it, I think it tastes good. You know, I mean, it's, it's I a fine have tasted line. it, and I think it tastes good. In case you guys are wondering, yeah. It, it, Did it, you know that Budapest uh, was once two cities? Hold on a second. He didn't say it's pretty darn tasty. Okay. The person yeah. that wrote this article did. Uh, okay. It's a fine yeah. line, but it, it's not a first-person endorsement of the product, right. right? And he talks about the estate. He doesn't talk about. He said we um, and the uh, quality. It's yes. like that Nick Lachey show you said you watched. 
right, from a while Jonas. ago? Jonas. Nick Jonas. What do you Nick, mean? Nick Jonas, right. All right. I have the, I love this one. I know you love this one. Oh. That's fine. I don't get it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think he's sober, and I think he co-owns a uh, a brand that he yeah. wants to uh, He wants, wants to make to money on. Yeah, of Absolutely, course. Yeah. I'm surprised. I'm actually, uh, because I do really like it, I'm surprised that I had no idea that they owned this. Okay. Uh, actress Emma Roberts is expecting her first child, a baby boy. She announced Sunday night with new photos featuring her boyfriend, Garrett Hedlund. Uh, the American Horror Story star shares a series of photos on Instagram from her home, cradling a baby bump and wearing a white polka dot dress, while her boyfriend, the 35-year-old Tron Legacy actor and model, Hedlund, held his arm around her. And she captioned the post, me and my two favorite guys. She looks lovely. She does have that glow, uh, whatever that glow is. And I think he needs to add another movie that is more recent than Tron Legacy. Uh, Roberts and Hedlund, who, well, I don't think, is that all he's done? That's, that's the last thing I remember. Okay. Yeah. Roberts and Hedlund, who were first spotted together in public early last year, received a flooding of well wishes in the comments section. One of them from Julia Roberts, her aunt, said, love you. Uh, love you. Uh, she, she knows Dr. Mike. <laughs> Leah Michelle, who revealed last week she and her husband, Zandy Reich, have welcomed their first baby. Also, a boy told Robert she will be the greatest mama. Kristen Chenoweth, Busy Phillips, Aquafina, Jamie Lynn Spears, and Robert's American Horror Story co-star Sarah Paulson also shared their congratulations. Hey, look at the list someone. of all their friends. Yeah. Uh, Roberts was previously engaged to her American Horror Story co-star Evan Peters, first in 2013, before calling it off in 2015, then reuniting in 2016. They called things off for good last March, and now she's uh, preggers with uh, Garrett Hedlund's child. I like him. I think he's good. Uh, The cast of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air are set to come together for a reunion special. In celebration of the sitcom's 30th anniversary, Westbrook Media announced that the show's stars will reunite for an unscripted special where they will look back at the series and the cultural impact that it has had since its debut in 1990. So obviously not everyone can come back because a few cast members have passed away. Correct. Uh, The special, which will launch exclusively on HBO Max, will be taped on September 10th, the show's actual anniversary, and then it will premiere sometime around Thanksgiving. Uh, Will Smith will be joined by series regulars Tatiana Ali, Karen Parsons, Joseph Marcel, Daphne Maxwell-Reed, Alfonso Ribeiro, and as fans know, James Avery, who played Uncle Phil, died in 2013. Which was the uh, the the aunt that they all hated? She won't be coming back. Yeah. <laughs> I guess is no. Uh, she went a little... She a started, little... In fact, she started going after the star, Will Smith. Yeah. And Viv, right? She was... Yeah, yeah. Uh, the original actress was named Janice, or Janet Hubert. Yeah. And then they replaced her. With Daphne Maxwell. With Sandy yeah. Duncan. She's the one that will be appearing. I never knew <laughs> that the butler's <laughs> name was uh, Jeffrey Butler. I knew his first name was Jeffrey, but I, I never... didn't know that either. Yeah. His last name, his character's last name was Butler? Was Butler, yeah. Joseph <laughs> Marcel was the actor that played him. That's great. The butlers on some of those shows are usually the greatest characters. Well, you Benson. Had Benson. Yeah. And then on The Nanny, that actor, if you ever watch that show, he, he was, was good, always yeah. the comedic foil. And uh, Jeffrey was great. That role is always, they always pick pretty solid people Who's to play the boss? That role. I mean, he was a pretty good butler. Was he a butler? I mean, essentially, that's what a butler is. He was the housekeeper. Butler, right? the housekeeper. <laughs> the housekeeper. I'm, a, I'm a maid. <laughs> and Mr. Belvedere was a... That's right. For all intents and purposes, right? Uh, so they said that the special, according to the release, will make uh, for a funny and heartfelt night full of music, dancing, and special surprise guests. So this is an HBO Max thing, obviously. Yeah, they're yeah. Doing, they're doing the Friends reunion. And this comes after it was announced that a dramatic 
reboot of the series is in the works from Smith's production company. Last year, director and superfan Morgan Cooper went viral when he released a fake movie trailer for the beloved comedy series, which reimagines it. Reimagines it to be set in a modern in modern day and explores serious issues such as police brutality, gang crime, and wealth inequality. And now Cooper and Smith are teaming up to make the trailer a reality. This time, uh, uh, the release date has not been revealed as the project is still being shopped to streamers. So they work on a much more dramatic version of the Carlton dance. Maybe, yeah. maybe they would do that. Uh, let's see. David Blaine next plans to float over the Hudson River from New Jersey and New York. He was supposed to do it yesterday. I changed my mind. Uh, with helium balloons. <laughs> He's going to use helium balloons. Blaming logistical challenges. Logistical uh, in- challenges. Instead, he will attempt to perform the stunt uh, more than 2,000 miles away in Arizona. It's going to be on YouTube. Uh, from what I understand, and... I'm going to fly from Flagstaff to Paris. According to this, it was either going to happen today or tomorrow, so I don't know if it's still happening or not, or what the story is, but... So he's going to fly a distance of how... What, what distance is he looking to cover? I don't know. I, I think it's more like the height, but the ground-breaking breaking R&D flight in which he will try to fly as high in the air as possible, suspended only by balloons, will happen in Arizona, he said, which is the most beautiful backdrop that I've ever seen in my life. Huh. Uh, he's so yeah. They had to relocate it because um, of unfavorable projected weather conditions. Because and, too many people would be able to see that it's fake and wind patterns. So he is going to uh, maybe do it today or tomorrow. How do you think he's pulling this is off? It tomorrow, it's set for tomorrow. Yeah, I, I, if you would imagine. Uh, I mean, I do, do you I think, think these, he's actually doing it? I think these physical stunts he actually does. It seems. It seems that some of them would. I I tried to figure out how he'd pull off some of them, uh, and uh, I. Again, he's he's a master at setting the illusion. Yeah, he's. I mean, he does. He's he's illusionist. He can pull. Yeah. He does those things. But these stunts, I think, are are real. Are he just? It's he conditions himself and and then does it. Now, do we know if he's is is he going to have a, uh, a a parachute on? That I don't know. I would imagine not. Uh, but I mean, you know, as long as he has the physical capability to hang on for a long time, he could do it. Uh, but. You know, whether he'll have some kind of a safety but strap or not, I don't know. I heard him talking about the de- descending back to uh, Earth, and I just, Earth. the way he was described, I thought he was you know, basically going to cut the cord and, and plummet. The way and, to do yeah. it would be to have, like, a BB gun and shoot the yes. balloons out. Mm-hmm. One at a time. Right. And slowly come Send back that down. way. That'd be cool. Yeah. But maybe that's not his style. Maybe just jumping. I don't know. Uh, all right, uh, let's see. One more thing. Netflix is releasing a handful of original movies and series for free. Uh, the Watch Free site is currently showing uh, Sandra Bullock's uh, Bird Box, uh, Adam Sandler's Murder Mystery, The Boss Baby, and the Oscar-nominated The Two Popes with Jonathan Price and Anthony Hopkins. They were supposed to do a second Bird Box, and I guess that's... Dead. Yeah, I, I don't know what the story I is. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Bird Box. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Uh, Stranger Things is included, as well as Love is Blind, When They See Us, and Grace and Frankie. <laughs> Steve, they have this uh, new scary movie that's coming out, The Haunting of like Bryn Mansion or whatever. Yes, the, uh, yes, Blythe House. Manor, Blythe Manor or something like that. Uh, it's, uh, it's part of that series. It's the uh, the Haunting of Hill House was the first one, and they have... it. it did it, were you as scared? I'm like, no, I haven't even watched it. I'm that as scared. So the first series would have scared the <laughs> living crap out of you. 
You you haven't even watched the trailer for it? Or? All right, so I watched that trailer yesterday with my thumb over the middle of the screen on my phone. Because I'm like, if anything jumps out, it's going to happen. In the, it's going to happen in the middle of the screen. Right, right, right. right. smart. Yeah, okay. thank you. Yeah, it's getting out in front of it. It's so it's weird because I love it, but at the same time, like it just, I mean, it just sends chills up and down my spine. Well, the haunting of Hill House would do that for you as as well. They it was a really solid series. There's some great stuff in it, and they do moody right. Mm-hmm. So what? yes, it, don't watch this. You would not like it either, Preston. I mean, listen, I watched the I watched the entire run of the Mr. Uh, Belvedere, Mr. Belvedere, and that <laughs> Wesley Wesley is just absolutely <laughs> terrifying. Just an evil demon child. Isn't it um, time for bed, Wesley? <laughs> I, I watched the, the Don't inter- bathe me again. <laughs> Six feet under. It's not a scary show. Yeah, yeah. But the last two episodes, there were like some freaky things that happened in these dream sequences and scared me, especially because I didn't know it was coming. I was like, dude, this has not been a scary show for the entire run. And then all of a sudden you're going to Do you go me? running up to your kids and they tell you it's just make-believe? Dude, he <laughs> crawls into bed with Seamus <laughs> at night. No. Uh-uh. No. What? Uh-huh. Can I sleep with you, Seamus? <laughs> it's all right, Daddy. Come on in. We got. There's always room for you. you but he does bring, bring a point there. When you're sometimes when you're a kid, there are things that will terrify you that are not even remotely like yeah. a television show or something that just scares the crap out of you. Mm-hmm. It's like that. The Maud. That part of. Uh, <laughs> hey, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, Large Marge. Nobody saw that one coming. I was mm-hmm. like, that's not fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing with the not Lord of the Rings. Fair. It's not. When uh, when uh, Bilbo? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty freaky. Yeah. Okay, are we right. ready for clips? Yeah, we're, we're, we're ready. Lucifer follows the devil as, <laughs> as he abdicates his throne to, in hell to better understand humanity on Earth. And in this clip star, Tom Ellis recalls his religious dad's reaction uh, to him playing the devil. He's fine. It's not actually the funny thing is it's not just my dad. It's my sister and my uncle are pastors as well. Um, so I, I, it could be said I'm from a religious family, but they're all really great about it. I mean, they're obviously very supportive of my career, and um, I think anyone that watches the show understands that it's quite a good message at the heart of the show. What the? F- Lucifer that, is streaming now on Netflix. That was on, I think, Fox, and then it got cancelled. And Netflix picked it up. And then allowed them to curse and do a extra stuff, and it's been kind of a hit. It's pretty wild because I've I've watched shows like that. I told you we watched Designated Survivor, and at right. some point a new season came along, and I I didn't I watched it all on Netflix, and I'm like, did they just <laughs> drop the S bomb in there? Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. What's like, happening? We watched three whole seasons, and they never did that. So yeah, once they make the shift, they can change the tone a tad bit. Yeah. All right, next clip. Here we go. A group of vigilantes look to take down corrupt superheroes who abuse their powers in The Boys. In this clip, co-star Aya Cash discusses how people are receptive to Stormfront's half-shaved head. So I had a shaved head as a kid and uh, as a teenager. And um, having the side shave again, people are so nice to you. And it's the opposite of what you would think. You would think people would sort of be giving you like side eye. But, like, people are just warmer to you with half a side shave. I think that it's, like, some sort of, like, they're like, that's a bold move. I respect it. And they give you a little love. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, season two begins streaming uh, this Friday. I'm currently rewatching yeah. season one. It's I can't wait. Out freaking standing. The it, show is so good. It's probably, 
It's probably my favorite show in the past couple of years. Yeah, it's it's, it's that good. It goes to it goes to things you would not expect. From it's a, a good show, show for Jay's. Oh my god! Oh my I god! I mean, it takes it just beats the superhero mythos up. I, I mean, it's just crazy, uh, yeah. profane, and bloody, and brilliant. Yep, and uh, we are going to have Homelander on the actor who plays Homelander yes! this week Thursday, yeah. on Thursday. So That's so cool. Very much looking forward to that. That's it. That's the entertainment report uh, for this morning. We're going to take a break and hang on your hats. Steve Gutenberg's going to be yeah! on the show this morning. Around 9 o'clock. Actually, very much looking forward to talking to Steve Gutenberg later on today. Uh, and a few other things are taking place, which will bring you up to speed on, including a Tad Tuesday. So stay close. We'll get your details when we return. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Saw a term this morning I'd never seen before. I thought it was kind of interesting. Uh, so just to preface this, uh, all three of my kids, uh, I've got one in uh, community college, one in high school, and one in middle school. Uh, all three are going to do uh, virtual uh, classes right. uh, at the beginning. We're going to try out this first semester, see where things progress as far as uh, the pandemic goes and so on. Um, but there's a term that I hadn't seen before, schoolcation. Okay, this morning, schoolcation. What's that? So it's for people who are doing remote learning with the opportunity to maybe go somewhere else and stay yeah. for a week or a month or whatever because you can still do your virtual online learning as long as you have internet connection and a computer. Well, this is the same as you, you reported on the people who for work... Would, we're traveling down to the Caribbean, and, and there and are places there are Caribbean that islands are inviting offering. you. Yeah, that they, they, they have super strong Wi-Fi connections. Come and have, to Barbados, it, right? You know, and yeah. that sounds pretty damn good to me. I, yes, yeah. I wonder how effective learning would be. Well, my well, kids beach in Barbados. Well, as long yeah. as you have the parents there to monitor that and yeah. make sure they're that, all getting hammered too. I know, I know. Yeah, Barbados. <laughs> school gone, sweetie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Barbados is one thing, uh, but uh, my cousins live in uh, California. They live in Southern California. Right. And it's been difficult there this year. They've had the pandemic, just like everybody else has also had uh, wildfires. Fires. And so they're having a, a difficult year. Mm-hmm. And so they are moving their family um, for the foreseeable future to New Jersey because mm-hmm. they can learn remotely from there. And for them, it seems like uh, Jersey, South Jersey is a better option than being in L.A. And, dude, I, I was thinking the same thing because I was, you know, I'm, I'm like, wow, we could. OK, we, maybe we could rent a place in at the shore and just to be somewhere else yeah. and yeah. and it's off season time and yeah but they're talking might, Newark might be che- yeah. <laughs> might be cheaper and less people and yeah. still uh oh, cuz we we haven't gotten away for a vacation right. that might be I mean, an option so it's, hotel- it's what it's what my family's been doing since april I know, but for people who don't have a shore house or yeah. something like that. No, yeah. no, I, I know. But well, a lot uh, of people I mean, are moving to their, their second home, their vacation right. home. Like, I've, I have a couple of friends that have actually, um, they they were renting. They lived uh, in New York City, and they were renting, uh, and their lease was up. And she said, forget it. And so they're, they're now not paying um, to have a place in New York City, and they've moved out to their vacation home, and they're just living there because their husband is working remotely. Right. Well, we were thinking um, of moving down to a third or fourth home. Yeah, I right, know, right? right. But Preston, what, so what you're <laughs> talking about is, a home. is actually yeah. so hotels um, are are actually they're 
marketing this. They're saying, come, oh, really? come here, stay here. They're offering um, distant learning, like classrooms and spaces okay. at their resort huh. so that the kids can go to school. And yes, the parents can go to the pool and drink until the kids are oh. done school. <laughs> Lord knows they don't have to work. Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, there are all yeah, sorts true, of things. True. I tell you what I heard, Preston, in relationship to this, too, is that a lot of people and, a, and a, more than one um, neighbor and and a friend have said that the kids that they had that were all, that were set to start college this year, they're just taking a um, a, a pass. The gap year? year, a gap year. Okay. okay, rather rather than what you know what they're calling half-assing it or not sure or not getting a full deal, right? Or being charged full tuition for something that's not the full experience, right? Doesn't make sense. So, I don't know if you know anybody in your circle who's opted to do the same. No. Yeah, not, I mean, at this point, if it were my kid, I would strongly in um, I, I'd be I'd be on the side of taking the time off because yeah. to me, it's just it's not worth the money, and it's not you're not getting the full college experience. And, and sometimes and, it's a good idea in general. Oh, well, I should have right. taken a gap year, but I mean, <laughs> you know, in, in, in I, my, my friend Tim sent his son to University of Arizona, and and his son was could not have been more excited to go to school, but right now his school is just different than it would have been. And right. that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just what you're you're paying so much money for not the full experience at this I'd, point. I'd freak the F out if I was a parent who was paying tuition for, like, Harvard. Yeah. Full 80 grand. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh. And by the way, real quick, Case, uh, a lot of schools are having trouble getting students food at this point. It's happening mm-hmm. at uh, NYU. It's happening at Bucknell. It's happening at Harvard. And these, these are schools where the tuition is an unbelievable amount of money, and they are literally unable to feed the kids. I mean... Because there are these pandemic uh, restrictions. You can't go to the cafeteria. You can't be served in a certain way. So right now, you're going to school and not being ramen, fed by that school. For ramen noodles. Yeah. 80 grand. Yeah. Uh, hang on, I'm going to go to a, an anonymous caller who's a teacher on the line. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Uh, good, good morning, guys. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. What's up, my, my man? <laughs> my butt? What's up, Bubba? What's up, my butt? <laughs> um, I just wanted to call in and kind of talk a little bit about the staycation since um, most of the districts, especially here in Pennsylvania, um, have, have gone virtual um, because of the decisions of school boards. There are... Not only are stu- not only there are there students that are that are not you know doing their schooling from home, but there are educators and there are professors that are that are uh, doing the doing the same thing because of how you know the, the the spring environment was very stressful on a lot of on a lot of people, and you know the reason being that if they're away from their main home that they that they will feel a little bit less stressed at their like vacation or beach home i'm not saying that that it's it's you know it's something that people are bragging about but they're doing it just to try and decrease the stress load um on everybody huh. all okay. right i got you yeah i had a friend who Thanks. moved who moved out to jackson hole just at the end of the school year she was teaching from from home anyway she had the option to go out there and she ended up staying she stayed and she finished the school year there uh, i think a, diff, a little bit different now for teachers because i know a lot of districts not all but um are having the teachers teach from their classroom so they do actually have to go in in some districts right. so what, what right. do you think so uh, like with a teacher is it, i don't know how it's working out is a teacher is a teacher who's teaching vis-a-vis zoom or however putting in a normal full day, or is it longer? Are they working? Are they working less? Are kids 
technically in school for the same amount of time they would be if they were physically in school? Is it less? I mean, with my, so with our experience, yes, yeah, the same amount. They're they're going to school okay. the exact same hours. They're online with the teacher the exact same hours they would be in school. It's just happening on the computer. And I know, uh, you know, there were some some districts uh, that were talking about the the prep period for the teachers and stuff like that. So it's, they're still being offered the same the same uh, type of schedule that they normally mm. would be. So, yeah, they're teaching all of their classes. They're still getting their prep period. All right. And, Steve, if you think about it, like, there was so much scrambling in the spring. Nobody really knew how long this was going to last. It, it was so and fluid, so, like, right up till five days ago. Exactly. Yeah. And so, um, you know, two weeks in, everybody was like, well, this is going to last two weeks or maybe a month, and maybe we'll go back to school at the end of this year. And, and none of that ever happened. So there was no real protocol in place. And now, throughout the summer, there has been a lot of planning that's gone in. So I've been much more impressed with uh, my son's school district going into the fall than I was. Not that they, they messed it up in the spring. They just, nobody knew what was going on in the spring. So what's Jim like? Does the teacher say? Now jump around. There's physical well, you know activity. What? So yeah, Jace, had, yeah. Jace had gym yesterday. Yep. And, uh, you know, it was just they, they watched like a little video and she talked to them about how important, uh, you know, physical activity is and stuff. But he has uh, the way his school is working. He'll have gym all week. So I'm interested to find out. I know she told them, make sure you bring a basketball tomorrow. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know if he's going to be, you know, shooting well, hoops in the office or what. Maybe, Preston, maybe the teacher can instruct them on how to do limbo dancing from the <laughs> resort that the teacher yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, we're planning on um, physical education as all well right. at home and making sure we're going we're gonna to use our pool while it's still warm out at the yeah. beginning of the year to do some swimming and, and, uh, and things like that. So, Basketball. yeah, you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me go to Ed. Hey, Ed, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey. Um, we were actually, we've been planning a trip to Florida for over a year now. It was going to be, uh, we were going to leave like the Saturday, I think it's Halloween, and then come back the following Saturday because we have a, a week at a resort. Well, that, that it's eight or nine days is now turned into a 16-day road trip. Hmm. And we're planning on like hitting uh, all the states on the East Coast going down to Florida. We're going to stay in different states. And our kids can won't miss any school because they'll have their laptops. We'll stop at hotels on the way where they can do their schoolwork before we go out for the day and do whatever. But So they're not going to end up missing any, any days at all. It's funny, Ed, because I remember you know we, we moved around a little bit when I was in elementary school. And, and then sometimes we'd be going on, on a trip for my dad's work. And there was you could make a case to the teacher that that was a learning experience and it was part of the deal. You're going to someplace historical or whatever. And um, yeah, yeah. So so I I, I don't know. It's I I, the the rules on this are being written as we go. So I have no idea. Yeah. But it sounds like, you know, what they're doing is almost like a. uh, uh, like an actor, uh, a kid actor, yeah, 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 yeah. A, a set or moving from <laughs> sure. set to set. Only they don't have a, a tutor going with them. Right, but they right. Doing a virtual version of learning or a butler or a butler. Yeah. So the Four Seasons is actually advertising Four Seasons Punta Mita. I don't know where that is. Punta uh, Mita. Um, but they're actually advertising their their uh, schoolcation package. Imagine going to school at the at Four the resort, Seasons, right? <laughs> In uh, Mexico, Kathy. Okay. It looks really nice. <laughs> um, here's a... Yeah, I just had a wonderful breakfast, and now it's off to school. And it's the Four Seasons? Yeah. That'll be cheap. <laughs> uh, here's a text that says, I'm a university professor, and I'm trying to recreate as much as I can with Zoom that you'd get in person, uh, and it takes a ton more time. I'd say 50% to twice as long... Uh, and I get far less questions from students as well. So it's got to be that's, harder. Yes, because you got to, to me, that's part of the deal. When you're sitting in a class, you're, you're, you're more engaged. So you have to, I assume you're going to have to pull out a bag of tricks to keep that going, to keep people 
Kids locked in. Uh, let me go to, there's a lot of teachers calling in. Let me go to Brian. Brian, good morning. Hey, good morning. You guys rock. Thanks, ah! Brian. It says here you uh, teach phys ed. I do teach phys ed, and while limbo would be a fine uh, <laughs> online solution, as you guys <laughs> yes. uh, the amount of uh, preparation that is going in, like I'm literally driving into school right now on an off day to go videotape one of my fellow teachers so we can make online lessons to help kids follow along with that they can do at their own pace. Okay. Um, to do, and this is the example I gave to uh, the young lady that answered the phone was, like for a normal class, if I had a new lesson that I wanted to work on or involve the kids in, I would take maybe, you know, 10 minutes. All right, this is what this is the idea I have. This is what I want to do. I'm going to come up with, you know, a lesson plan. I'm going to do whatever I need to do. Right. The preparation for that would be nominal. Yep. But now I've got to think about how is this going to work if the kid's at home. It's How's production. It yeah, it's it's and, a production. Plus, plus you got exactly. to Exactly. You, you, now you're learning what it's like to... To film things and, and and produce stuff, it it takes time and and then yeah, then you have to make sure that it translates, Brian. That they're going to understand what you're doing and it's something that they can actually do in their home, right? But then now on top of it, we also got to think about how the thing that they produce or how they interpret that, how they're going to show us that they actually understood what we did. <laughs> right. We so do do. Yeah. Brian, do you have any idea? So, again, this is all in its completely embryonic stages. Do you have any idea how to meter that? Has any data come back to suggest, on the whole, how effective this type of teaching is? Anything? I think that there's going to be a big revolution when it comes to education, and not just in phys ed, obviously, in other areas as well. Yeah. Um, for some of our ones, like math or some other areas, I think it'll be a little bit more concrete and easy to see. I think in other areas, it's going to be really difficult. Like, how do I know that that kid's golf swing got better? Right. How do I know? From your angle, for like for phys ed, for example, yeah. if, if you want to engage and have the, have the class play in a game of dodgeball, you've got to package the dodgeball, mail it to the kid who's going to be hit, mm-hmm. and then they pass it. It's just, it's, well, their it's, parent has to throw it exactly. at them. Exactly. Uh, Brian, that is a great point thank you for the call by the way uh in in this whole experience this unique experience that we're going through in this particular day and age uh is he's right we're gonna hash out some things we're gonna find out some things work better like this and we're gonna find out some things do not work at all like this so it's a pretty wild experiment of sorts that's taking place i want i wonder how the average i wonder how schools will look in general yeah i wonder how i yes who you know, I wonder how porn will look. Yes, I the same. Wonder as, I always wonder that. By the way, I, okay, going back to the limbo thing yeah. as, as a good exercise <laughs> from the resort. What if they did? Remember when we stayed in Jamaica and in the swimming pool, they set out the, oh, the, 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 the plastic oh, yeah, yeah. tarp. Oh yeah, to run out across? of the water to see how far out you could run yeah, on it. That's yeah. like gym class. That's like gym. Totally. Sure, I, I nearly killed myself on that Testing. thing. Would would shot contests be part of gym? Hell yes. yes. Shot, shot, yes. shot, shot. How much you can handle? 
By the way, you ever uh, think in your mind after a few drinks that you're just as limbo as you used to be when you <laughs> were in your 20s <laughs> and try to stuff. do it? All of that I stuff. I on my back. When we, were in, when we were in Jamaica and they put out that, ma- they called it the magic carpet that went out on the water. That was awesome. And they would never do this in the United ever. States because somebody is Broken eventually going to get permanently injured from this thing. And I'm like, I can do that. I train martial arts. I can do that. I can run all the way across that. No problem. Who can run across that pool on the turf? Now, who can catch a bullet in their teeth? Oh, my God. It was crazy. But, yeah, there, there, there are plenty of activities for you to participate in the physical sense. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go to Susan, who's a teacher. I think we have all teachers on the line. Hi, uh, Susan. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Susan? Sorry to bother you at work. <laughs> nah, it's, it's okay. okay. What's up? Uh, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Um, I've been teaching for about 25 years, and I love interacting with the students. Mm-hmm. I love, like, I do um, art history, and to let them know, like, art history could be very boring at times. And when you walk around the room, you at least could kind of interact with the kid a little bit, make sure they're on task, make sure they're listening to you. Um, I mean, I, I try to keep it fun. We mummify Barbie dolls and, you know, do cave art. And all this that's crazy. cool. That's I'm awesome. Mummify Barbie, Barbie dolls. dolls. I like your class. I like that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank I, you well, so, so I think, Susan, you're, I, I've heard a number of people say that, that, that there's – and again – I was motivated by teachers that were able to put on a presentation in school. And and a lot of times teachers that would drone on and weren't that engaged to me would seem like like a Zoom conference call. But the teachers that got up and got got a little bit more interactive always incited me to learn more. And you're saying this stifles that. Oh, my gosh. It's like talking to a wall Mm -hmm. because because you get the energy back from the kids. And right. now you're not getting that. Well, because you've had you, they have to all be on mute, right? So like you're, right. you, there's no yeah communication. There's no exactly. nonverbal cues. Nothing. Exactly. I'm used to you know kids being interactive with me, talking with me. Like when I ask a question, you know, there's you know kids raising their hand and stuff. Now it's it is. It's like talking to a wall. Oh. And you know, I'm teaching from the classroom, so I'm teaching to an empty classroom with a camera in front of me, and. It's awful because, like, I used to do Japanese tea ceremonies where I'd have all the kids sit and, you know, I dress up. And now it's like, uh, now it's just so impersonal. And and it's not, it's not the education that I think that I could give them. Right. Yeah, I hear you. Well, it's it's a temporary thing. So, you know, it's not going to be forever, fortunately. But listen, Susan, on on a different note, I want to ask you this because I I saw something, a a comment from a, uh, I think it was just a forum on teachers in general. It was a person who was a uh, a grade school teacher. What what age do you teach, by the way, Susan? High school. High school. High school. Okay, so this person so- was a, was a grade school teacher, and uh, they said they, they always feel a sense of just uh, it just sucks when they when they try to uh, throw a joke out because because you're playing to an audience, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they throw a joke out and they don't get it. Nothing. Susan, no. do you they have that happen? Do you have do you have it? Do you bomb every now and then? Gosh, yeah. So, like, and they're all on mute. So sometimes you'll see a kid smile or something, but you have to look at each little box. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that would suck. I know, so right? you're getting no. What the hell's going on? I'm like, you know, standing up there and hearing crickets. Right. But um, but but yeah. Sometimes you, I mean, teachers are kind of entertainers. Yeah. So imagine doing a comedy show. To an audience on mute. Yeah. I, I think quickly, that, uh, Bill Maher does, and I've seen him do uh, when he's doing his his show. 
he has no audience, so they keep they'll, they'll cut to he'll say a joke and they'll cut to like archival footage of a 1920s burlesque hall. <laughs> so they, the student should have yes. that ability to do Some way that. to respond. Yeah, yeah. Susan, Susan there, do, do you ever kill it? There is one benefit. There is one benefit. What? I've had no discipline problems at all. Yeah, that's right, that's right. But don't you love it? Every now and then you do kill it, don't you? You have a good where you just slay the room. Oh yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you, as an educator, uh, educator Susan, uh, that you know you're teaching high school kids who are on the precipice of becoming adults. Um, what is your what is your view on younger kids versus college students? You know, at this point, like, who does best in virtual learning, in your opinion? Well, I have uh, two kids that are also in college, and one was actually doing. My son was actually doing a virtual college, and my daughter is going to Temple. So I could see both parts of it. Some schools, like some universities, are definitely set up for virtual learning. Like they have a platform for it. They, you know, can do it very well. Um, but those kids, um, like my son, he was also a gamer and was kind of used to being on the computer all the time, where my daughter's a dancer. Like dance online at Temple really sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yes. Like, yeah. She'd be up in her room, and I'm like, are you okay? Do I need to call the, you know, call somebody? But, um it, it just, it's not the experience, like, especially for college kids, um, it's not the experience, like you guys were saying, it's not what they're paying for. It's not what we're paying for as far sure. as parents. Right. But um, I do think there are some students, because even in high school and, and some places, students have the option to do uh, cyber school. And they might be the kid that just socially is maybe um, a little off or uh, doesn't feel comfortable in the classroom, feels more comfortable at home. So they could do very fine. But in general, all most students are are social animals. Like yes. they need yeah. inter- interaction. They need that that one on one feeling like they're in that space, not sitting on a couch or you know, a desk at, at home by themselves. So uh, gamers are doing pretty well, but everybody else is <laughs> well, yeah, nice. so, nice. besides the world's heading towards the gamers anyway, so all right, let it go. Yeah. Well and it's funny, she um she mentioned dance. Thank you, Susan. She mentioned You're dance welcome, and uh, I was gonna mention my so this this dance instructor, um he was actually in my coronavirus activities list. Uh Kathy, it's good to see you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's out in Los Angeles, and I take classes with him, but um, he'll actually do a free class on Instagram Live. So um, it's just on Instagram. So there's no back and forth. There's no communication. He can't see anything. And Mm -hmm. uh, it's actually one of the things after a few classes, I'm like, he's doing an excellent job. He is. It's like there's a class in front of him, and he's making the jokes, too, and kind of like chuckling at himself. And I find myself laughing, but he has no idea that right. I've laughed or even smiled, and he's able to keep going and keep good, with it. So there a is good a entertainer skills, can do that. Yeah. Yeah. There is a specific yep. skill set, Preston. The broadcasters yep. years ago, like the classic, um, had that ability. Yep. So you look like like Paul uh, Harvey and those guys who had you know were engaged with no one in a room. No you one. know, and 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 maybe going to like soupy sales soupy, or, or right. shows like that. A couple of camera yeah. guys and mm-hmm. nobody responding. Yep. And you you make it part of the deal. It is something I don't I mean, I I've always had a bit of audience bounce back. I mean, you know, and that right. that helps. To be a teacher and to be looking at, you know, twenty little faces and blocks, I I, I don't know how you do it. And on yeah. mute. And on mute. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, it's a struggle, no question, and and I think the the one caller I forgot his name, the phys ed teacher that we had call in, who was who was right. You know, we're we're going to find some things that are 
that are this is going to be perfect for this. And other things, uh-uh, no way at all. And uh, it's only working with it over time is going to reveal what is and what isn't. So we'll have to see. But I, I did, we got this conversation started by the schoolcation yeah. uh, <laughs> idea, where if you did have a trip planned or you do have a vacation home of sorts, you can... Go there as long as you have an internet connection, and uh, hey, kids doing the kids can go you to ready school. To learn history, <laughs> exactly. This is fascinating. Yes, you know what though? Um, a lot of I've seen a lot on social media, and I've done it myself. But almost setting up, uh, you know, a little school area, a desk for the child, so that it's it's not. Hey, you're still on vacation. You just have to log on with your teacher right. today. Like right. you're at school. We did that. Put them at, at the put them at the at the uh, the smaller, cheaper bar. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we have that at home. We bought some some cheap furniture to yeah. uh, to make sure that this is okay. This is the classroom yeah. over here, so we'll see how that works. Right. <laughs> Jace was really excited about it. You know, is I made it? it nice. I changed it. Yeah, I w- because you know I was in the the office for a little while. When right. we, you know, when I was working from home, so I took all my stuff out, put ah. his stuff in, and tried to. You know, now he can have the cats annoying. Ma- wait, he, well, he's using yes, he's using the same technique of putting uh, this giant box in front of the doors so the cat- cats can't get in. I apologize to all the teachers that have been on hold that we're not going to be able to go. To, but the overwhelming consensus seems to be that they are working harder okay. uh, to make this happen because they have to take some extra steps to do this virtual, uh, like you know, like the guy was saying, he's got to make extra videos and and uh, and then receiving information back is difficult. So. Uh, hats off to the teachers, man, and, and good luck with everything. All right, we do have to take a break. We're going to come back in a second. We are going to get to the bizarre file when we return. But I would like to give away uh, a Fandango carrier code to see Christopher Nolan's uh, film Tenet. Yes. Uh, we'll take caller number 15 at 215-263-WMMR, and we are going to set you up with that. And it is uh, in theaters on the 3rd this Friday, so let's set you up. All right, 215-263-WMMR. Be back in a moment. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. I'm going to send this bizarre file out to Donna McCaughey and her son, Michael, who should be in their car right now. On the way to uh, DuPont Hospital, and uh, I believe that's where they're headed to. Uh, They are going in for a treatment now. Um, Donna wrote me a very long email, uh, and she wanted really nothing, uh, but I'm doing this anyway. I'm going to send this out to them anyway. Um, She has uh, twin boys who are um, chronically ill. Uh, They're both 21 years old. They have a rare disease called Diamond Black Fan Anemia. Uh, They're the only set of fraternal twins in the world that have it. Uh, And transfusions, uh, they've they've been dependent on it all their lives. So she wanted to thank us for the blood drive. And we participated in that because it's people like this that need that, that absolutely need that. Uh, But her son, one of the twins, Michael, was also diagnosed with pre-acute myeloid leukemia. So he had a bone marrow transplant at Nemours. And every Tuesday and Friday, uh, they head to they they jump in the car and they head in for treatment. Um, and so it's a long ride, and they take us with them every time. Yeah, and they absolutely love listening to the show. Uh, so uh, thank you, uh, Donna, for the information. We appreciate that, and uh, and your support of the show, and uh, your amazing uh, work with your with your kids. Because I'm sure it's a struggle for everybody in the family when you when you have those odds that you have to face. So I called Donna yesterday and left oh, a did. message, and she called back, and so we're going back and forth. And I said, I think at this point, 
you've got to be in the running for mother of the year. Yeah. I yeah. mean, to what she's, what she's doing, but it was just, it was a wonderful email and she, you know, we're, we're playing phone tag. So. Yeah. And they, uh, they put orange bows in front of their house and, and orange ribbons all over Havertown, uh, for Michael. And then, uh, green lights are for our kids in the area that are fighting cancer. So, mm. yeah. Uh, so I wanted to send this out to, uh, to Donna and, and Mike. So do we throw him a shard? Well, sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, why not? You yeah. want the big one? Yeah, well, yeah okay. listen, I, I'm totally yeah. in. Yeah. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you by Cinch, a propane tank home delivery service that brings propane right to your doorstep. You can place your order at cinch.com. We're going to start with this, man. Horrifying footage shows the moment a four-foot snake was removed from a Russian woman's mouth after it had slithered inside her while she slept. A four-foot snake yeah. slithers into, uh, we assume, down her throat. Yeah, that's it. And I, she doesn't wake up? I saw the footage of them removing it. It's unbelievable. The reptile... She has a career in porn. ...crawled inside her as she slept in the yard of her home. My God! Uh, feeling sick, the young woman was rushed to the hospital where she was put under general anesthetic. And the footage shows the gloved hands of a male doctor removing the snake after inserting a tube down her throat... As the unusual operation is performed, one of the doctors is heard off camera saying, let's see what this is. And a female medic grabs a snake with a horrified expression on her face as it's pulled from the woman's mouth. They didn't know what it was. Until We're looking they, at it right now. Until they got it out. And then it's... she jumps back, startled, and a medic, as you can hear, medical staff scream as they realize the long length of snake is inside the patient. Uh, the reptile is then dropped into a medical bucket, but it's unclear if the snake is still alive or how long it was still inside the woman. I doubt that thing was still alive. Uh, locals say such incidents happen infrequently, and older citizens actually advise the young not to sleep outside because of the risk of snakes slithering inside of their mouths. I'm taking that warning. A female patient was not identified, nor was the type of snake specified. God. Yeah. A Texas woman told a San Antonio court this week that she played a role in the murder of a man whose body was allegedly cut into pieces and cooked on a barbecue. Hmm. Candace Dominguez testified on Monday as part of a plea deal that will limit her prison term to a maximum of 30 years. Dominguez told the jury that she had helped to cut up and burn the limbs of her cousin, uh, Jose uh, Menchaca. Why? Uh, Menchaca had been lured to her home at the insistence of her boyfriend, Daniel Lopez. Her cousin was targeted after a drug deal had soured. Uh, Menchaca was beaten with baseball bats by Lopez and a second man, Gabriel Moreno. Lopez was sentenced to life in prison last month while Moreno is currently on a retrial. More proof that family always has your back. Uh, Moreno also faces life. Menchaca's dead body was taken from Dominguez's home to a shed in her backyard. Uh, Dominguez testified that it was dismembered and cooked over multiple days. She said, I cut it up in pieces. It took a while because we weren't on it, like maybe two days. So if you're, that's more like brisket, right? I mean, if you're taking that long to cook it. Yeah, if they're really, you're maybe they were slow it. roasting yeah. it. Uh, she said, that's so barbaric. She did not take part in the baseball bat attack. For her alleged role in the slaying, she was charged with murder. Uh, Dennis Austin testified he had helped move Menchaca's body, which 
uh, said that the scene was like a horror movie because there had been blood everywhere. He claimed that he had only helped out of fear with, of his own life. He said, I was scared as to what I've seen, to what I experienced. I never experienced anything like that before. Jeez. Dominguez and Lopez were both arrested in October 2014, so they're facing sentence. They get brutal. A toddler was caught in the strings of a kite and swept several feet into the air over the heads of panicked adults at a festival in Taiwan on Sunday. This is terrifying footage. The three-year-old girl was taking part in the Hinshu City International Kite Festival when she became entangled with the long tail of a giant orange kite. Uh, Gusty winds whisked the girl into the air and violently whipped her around above a crowd of screaming adults. Yeah, it's pretty messed up. Uh, the unidentified girl remained in the air, ra- rising and falling with the wind for about 30 seconds before adults were able to grab her and pull her back to earth. How high up was she? Because she looks like she's really high up. Yeah, I don't know how high up she got. The girl was not seriously hurt, suffering some bruising to her face and neck and slight cuts to her neck. Uh, the city officials immediately suspended the festival to conduct a safety review <laughs> after yeah. the child was thrown into the air. She, I mean, she looks way up there. Yeah, at least 30 feet or so. A man died Sunday morning after an elk that he had shot and wounded the previous night charged at him, fatally wounding him. Listen to this. Mark David, 66 years old, had been archery hunting on private property on Saturday evening. He hit a bull elk and wounded it, but he couldn't find it before nightfall. The next morning, David and the property owner went out to look for the elk. David found the elk. It was still alive. He tried to kill it with its bow. Oh, man. Police say the elk charged David and gored him in the neck with its antlers. Oh, my God. Thought you got rid of me, didn't you? Dude. <laughs> Dude got its revenge, man. I, what can you say? Wow. Turnabout's fair play. The property owner tried, tried to help David, but he died from his injuries. Uh, police say the elk was killed. Holla. And uh, the meat was donated to the county jail. By his the way. meat or the elk, the elk. Oh, okay. they didn't. They didn't kill the the guy. They didn't cut him up. Like the first story I had. <laughs> that's right. that's too perfect. And then finally, the last story: an argument over a parking spot led to a man's arrest after he pulled a spear gun from the trunk of his vehicle and pointed it at other people near the Beach Tacos restaurant. This was his damn good tacos. Bradley Rodriguez was arrested after he took the spear gun out of his vehicle, loaded it, pointed it in a threatening manner at the people he was arguing with. Rodriguez's town uh, of residence was not immediately available on Sunday, but he was charged with aggravated assault and possession of a weapon for unlawful purpose. Police said Rodriguez is affiliated with Beach Tacos. Oh, is he? But his relationship with the restaurant is unclear at this point. But, yeah, he used a spear gun uh, to threaten people. All right. And there you go. That is what I have in the Bizarre File for you at this moment. We're going to take a break. A reminder, today is Tattoo Day. It is a chance for you to win a Preston and Steve tattoo from our friends at uh, the Floating World and Tattoo uh, tattoo and Piercing, which they're located at 17. Uh, 29 South Street in Philly. So text the word tattoo to 39333. We'll get a winner before the end of the show. It's a Preston and Steve tattoo. Coming back in a moment. Stay with us. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com to schedule a free one-on-one virtual appointment with the real expert jeweler. Real diamonds, real people, real jewelers. Steven Singer Jewelers. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 
We're going to play a game. Yay! We're going to play one that we have not done in a while. It's Mashup Madness. Oh, I love this. Yes. It's Mashup Madness with Preston and Steve. Yay! So here's what we do. We take a song that is mashed together a couple of tunes, and you have to identify both of them. And the, a lot of them come from DJ Cummerbund. He's great. Uh, who we had as a guest one time after we started getting caught up in some of these, because a few of them are absolutely brilliant. And he's taken songs that have no reason to be put together. It makes them work. Puts them together, and some of them are pretty damn awesome. So... Let's see if you can discern the songs that have been mixed together. 215-263-WMMR is the number, and we have a variety of prizes that we are going to give away. Case, any chance you could run through a couple of those? Yeah, I mean, listen, we have a ton of uh, digital downloads for movies like The Goonies. Uh, also, the uh, complete first season of Batwoman, Caddyshack. I mean, some classic movies here. Scoob. Scoob. It's not a classic, but it's a brand new one. Yeah. As well as The King of Staten Island with, um, that's a Judd Apatow movie. And then we also have some Fandango passes to go see Tenet, the okay. new Christopher Nolan movie. All right. I like it. Cinematic um, prizes. Let's uh, let's get some callers on the line and try this thing out. And uh, you guys, other than me, are, well, Casey and I can see. All right. I'm going to jot it down if the I figure answers, it out. But yeah, let's see if you can figure it out because some of these are hard, man. All right. Uh, and uh, some I of them like are. That. Some of them are hits, and other songs are kind of a little deeper cuts. You might have to work for, but we'll, we'll try it out. We'll give it a shot. What's the methodology here? Do you want to do the, the, the couple, uh, take a couple of answers and see if we can get somebody on the uh, text. on the text as well? Yeah. Marissa, you cool with that? Yeah. All right. So All right. We'll, we'll, go through, we'll go through a few phone calls, and if we don't get a winner, then maybe we can grab a, uh, a texter and get a win. So uh, we'll start with Joe trying to give it a shot. Hey, Joe, how you doing, man? Hey, how's it going? Thanks, Good. Hey, very well. Thank you for calling me, Prezzo. Um So we're going to play these down the phone line. Listen, we'll do our best. Uh, you know, we just have to, um, hopefully your phone line, you will hear it okay. And those of you who are on hold, make sure you listen as well because uh, it might be the same one that That's we right. do for you. So I'm going to play some of this mashup in case, uh, where are we going? Okay, we're going to do that. All right, yeah. let's try this one out and see what you think. Here we go, Joe. I'm just getting one. Okay. The obvious one. Yeah. Uh, I know what it is, but I only hear just a little flavor of it. Yeah. Hang on. Let's see if it gets a little more obvious. All right. 
I will say that that's that's not really a true mashup madness because they're not taking a sample from the second song. Should we they're um, playing the melody of the second song on a different instrument? All right. What do you think? Now, I haven't heard these before. All right. So Marissa pulled these up. So I don't know. Joe, can you give me two songs? No. <laughs> He said he thought he heard Peter Gabriel. Okay. Sorry, Joe. Incorrect. All right. We'll go next to uh, Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey. Hey, guys. Have a safe flight. (laughs) Thank you. We appreciate (laughs) it. Have a safe flight. Thank you. So good. All right. So what are the two songs? I think I heard it. I want to take a guess, but I, I would really love if you guys could play it a little bit more. All right. Play a little more. Here we go. Wait a minute. Oh, wait. There's three. I heard a third song in yeah. there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, so the first the first part, I hear a lot of, uh, who can it be? Who, wait. Who can, it, who can it be now? And then is it Who Are You by The Who? Yeah, yeah. that's correct. Oh, my God. And yes. Who Let, Let the, the Dogs, dogs Out, out. Yeah. in the end there. But, yes, it was... Um, it's from the Who. Who are you? And also from Men at Work. Who can it be now? That's the. That, that was the really distinguishable part. That was dude. Easy. I all right, kudos to you. Nice work. And I didn't know who liked to talk. <laughs> there's three in there. At the end, there's there's three of them. Hang on, let me back it up a little bit. I didn't know that. All right, there we go. <laughs> little surprise there. All right, Case, what are we going to give Chris? All right, Chris, we have a digital download of Caddyshack. Congratulations. Nice. Hang on a second. We'll get your information. All right, let's go next to Chris T. We have three Chris's in a row here on the line. Uh, actually, four of them. Hey, Chris, are you there? I'm here. Good morning, guys. Hey, right, good morning, Chris. We got a fresh one for you. I'm okay. I love a fresh one. All right, <laughs> let's try this out and see if you know the two songs. Here we go. It does work. Good, yeah. All right, Chris, I'm going to have to ask for the two songs, please. I don't know. All I got was static. Sorry. Oh, oh you got was static. Mm. Uh, that's all I got. Oh, okay. Well, that's wrong. Sorry, man. Thanks. <laughs> Nothing I can do about it. Uh, let, me, let me go to Chris P. Hey, Chris P. Is that, uh, what's that Spin Me Round and uh, that Oasis? What song? I, I need titles, Chris. Uh, the Wonderwall. Yeah. 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 Spin me right round, which I'll give him that one. Yeah. And uh, Wonderwall is correct. So, uh, Chris, when I play this for you, tell me if you can if you can hear it or, sta- or you hear static. Hang on. Can you? I hear static, but I could I could faintly make it out. It sounds like. Uh, What's that? You spin me right round? Well, yeah, you already got you it right. Want, you I, want. I just wanted to make sure that the phone line was working when uh, when yeah. you're not on hold. So play it first and then go to a caller. I'm sorry, Chris? 
It is a little staticky. Okay, all, all right. right. Thanks, man. Hang on. Case, what do we have for him? All right, we also have a digital download of Caddyshack. Yay! 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 All right, so we'll do that. We'll play the audio first, and then I'll go to our call. The caller that we're going to go to is Mike. So Mike, well, there's a couple of mics. God damn it. <laughs> I got I to get him on the line. Hang on a second. Mike, are you there? Gadzooks. Gadzooks, buddy. All right, I'm going to put you back on hold. Listen closely, okay? You got it. All right, here we go. Case? Yeah. Here's the next one for you. All right, let's go back to... Oh, no, that's the wrong person. Let me go over here to Mike. All right, Mike, are you there? Yep. All right, Mike, two songs, please. What are they? Chili Peppers, Give It Away, and Run DMC, Walk This Way with Aerosmith. Well, it's Aerosmith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walk This Way, yes, absolutely correct, my man. I like that. And actually, yeah, it was the Run DMC walk uh, and uh, Aerosmith version. So, Mike, here's what we got for you. All right, for you, Mike, we have a digital download of The Goonies, The Pirate's Map, the Villainous Crooks, The Underground Caverns, The Booby Traps, Booty Traps, uh, Skeletons, The Monster, The Lost Treasure, and The Magic. That is The Goonies. You can own it on 4K Ultra HD, Blu-ray, and digital now. All right. Uh, our next caller is Chris You. It says here, hey, Chris, you there? Gadzooks. All right, Gadzooks, see you, my man. Hang on the line. We're going to play the song for you. Ready? Already. All right, we're going to get two artists in this, or two songs, I should say, that you have to identify, and here we go. The world is a vamp. That's funny. <laughs> All right, let me uh, let me get Chris and try him out. All right, Chris, those are two songs. Wow. Everybody get ready for the weekend. And Smashing Pumpkins, but I don't remember the name of the song. Well, you got the title of the first one wrong anyway, so. Oh. Sorry, man. Uh, it's not everybody getting ready for the weekend. <laughs> Thank you, though. Uh, I'm going to go to Preston. Yo, Preston. Is your name Preston. P-Buds. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> Caller, can you hear me? Okay. Try Steve. All right. Let me, let me go next to... <laughs> let me go to Clinton. Hey, Clinton, are you there? I get off. <laughs> I get off. All right, Clinton, you heard the songs? Uh, can I hear them one more time, please? Uh, yes. No, Hang on just a second. Here we go.
right. We're going to go to him. And Clinton, what are the two songs? Everybody's Working for the Weekend. Uh, and it's Smashing Pumpkins. I can't think of the name. Uh, Rat in a Cage? Nope. Not oh. Rat in a Cage. Sorry. I do need the title. Yeah, Sorry we said that. that at the beginning. We have to hold true to that. And, uh, yeah, it's one of those where, yeah. Do they ever say the title? In no, the no, the title's no. not in the song, and it's just one of those songs that you need to know the name of um, to win. Yeah, to win. So, <laughs> uh, Jessica, you there? I'm here. All right. Did you hear the two songs? I did. And what are they? Working for the weekend and Bullet with Butterfly Wings. She got yeah. it. Yeah. That's exactly correct. Bullet with Butterfly Wings is the name. Of the song that a lot of people call Rat Cage, Cage or Despite All My Rage, Rage or whatever it is. So, uh, Jessica, here's <laughs> what we got for you. All right, we have a Fandango carrier code to see Christopher Nolan's original sci-fi action spectacle Tenet starring Robert Pattinson, Michael Caine, and Kenneth Branagh. Uh, this is armed with only one word, Tenet. In fighting for the survival of the entire world, the protagonist journeys through a twilight world of international espionage on a mission that will unfold in something beyond real time, not time travel. Inversion. That's in, yeah, I know. It's in theaters on Friday. Okay, see if you can dig that one up. They had the arrow by. I want to try something out. You see okay. it? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he had they they he had to pitch up the uh, Smashing Pumpkins a little bit, right? Yeah, to make I, think, that... I think they play with the the pitch to make yeah. it match the the um, uh, the key signature. But it worked. So. Yeah. All right, we will go next. Hang on, I don't know if I have that one in my. Uh... In my stack. Can you give me just a moment? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about Are it. Are you sure? Yep. yep. Okay. I just thought it'd be kind of fun to play around with um, a song like that, but we'll pull well, up whatever you want. Yeah, I just need to check another folder if you want to give me maybe like 15 seconds. Uh, Okay. Want to play Ring Around the Rosie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's Wait. play Red Rover. You guys get on that side of the studio, and then we'll get over game. here. I know. It, it was, almost hurt my, my arms. It hurt everybody's arms. It was painful. Hang on. Uh, hang on. I'm going to go to Josh in just a second. He's going to be our caller. Casey's looking for this. It's not really necessary, Casey. Okay. We're it's performing okay. science here. Uh, let me get Josh on the line. Hey, Josh, you there? Hey, Rattlers. Rattlers. All right, we're going to put you on hold. I'm going to play the song, and then you're going to try and uh, identify the two titles. Hold on one second here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All right, well, this is the one I wanted to do anyway. Okay. Um, okay guys. Here we go. Just a small town girl Living in a lonely world She took the midnight train Going anywhere Just a city boy Born and raised in South Detroit he took the midnight train going anywhere. All right. They had to bring his voice down on that one uh, to match. All right. I'm going to go to Josh and see if he knows the songs. Hey, Josh, Mashup Madness, hey. two songs. What are they, man? It's uh, You Two, With or Without You, and uh, Journey, Don't Stop Believing. Yeah! Nailed it! Nailed it. Absolutely. Like a boss. Absolutely correct, sir. <laughs> Josh, we got a prize for you, and here it is. Well, I'm not going to go through everything. I'm just going to let you know that you have won a Fandango carrier code to see Christopher Nolan's original sci-fi action spectacle, Tenet, which is in theaters on Friday. That's about inversion. It I love is. It. All right, next is Josh. Hey, Josh, you there? Joshy. Try uh, my name's John, if you're talking to me. Oh, John. Hey, All right, John. no, it, it does say John here. It said Josh on the last guy. 
All right. Sorry to bother you guys at work. Nah, nah. It's all good, buddy. All right, so hang on a second, and we're going to play the song for you. Here is what you have to identify. Two titles. Here we go. This might be the easiest one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, So we will go back over to John. Hey, John. You almost had me for a second. <laughs> That's uh, Back in Black and Staying Alive. You yeah. Yeah, you got it. That was the easiest. Uh, John, hold on a second because we're going to set you up with, I think, a movie, right, Case? Yeah, so that was John on line three, right? Correct. Okay, so we have a digital download of Scoob. Nice. Scoob. All right, uh, Scoob for you. And uh, something for somebody else. So we'll go to another caller. And let me see. That's line four that I'm going to head over to Tim. Hi, Tim. What's up, bitches? Yo, bitch. (laughs) You're playing Mashup Madness. You ready? I'm right. I'm going to put you back on hold. One second. I think we got one good here. All right. Here is the mashup. Two song titles. Let's see if he knows. I love that one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll go back to, oh, man, who was it? I can't remember. Was it Tim? I think yes. it was Tim. Yeah. All right, Tim. That was awesome. <laughs> nice. Can you identify the songs? Was that System of a Down, Toxicity, and Elton John, Crocodile Rock? Oh, you're so close. But one title was incorrect. I'm sorry, Tim. Thanks, man. All right, we'll go over to Casey. Hey, Casey. Hey, hey, bitch. Hey, she said it right. She said it right. I said it wrong. Hey, it's what? Okay. So try it again. <laughs> hey, bitches. Hey, hey what? what? <laughs> Thank you. All right, Casey, do you know the titles? Yes, it's Chop Suey, System of a Down, and, and Crocodile Rock. Yes, oh. that's it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> 
spot on, Casey. Hang on, because here's what we have for you. Hey, did you ever hear about this movie about the inversion? Yeah. It's called, it's called Scoob. Oh, no. <laughs> no, it's not Scoob. It's Tenet, and you have a Fandango carrier code to see Christopher Nolan's original sci-fi action spectacle, Tenet, which, um, by the way, Michael Caine says is the greatest action movie of all time. Oh, well, it looks amazing. All right, we'll go over to Dan next. Hi there, Dan. Hey, Gadzooks. Gadzooks, bud. We're doing Mashup Madness. Two songs put together. You identify the titles. You win. Hang on. I'm going to put you on hold so you can hear the phone line, down the phone line. And here is our next mashup. Together so well, yeah, yeah and with wow. like completely conflicting messages. Yeah, let me go to uh, Dan. All right, Dan. Hey. All right, what do you think, man? Uh, Lincoln Park in the end, and I don't know. I couldn't tell over the phone. All right, sorry, man. Sorry. Uh, that that's going to be a tough one for some people. Yeah, it's an older one. I'll go to Adam next. Hey, Adam. Hey. All right, bud. Did you hear it? So I, I know the Lincoln Park one. The music, I'm not sure, but I did, I was able to pick up the uh, the Smashing Pumpkins one from earlier. <laughs> oh, oh. Well, congratulations. Yeah, well, we'll, yes. Yeah. We'll give what you that? a retro prize. You don't get anything. <laughs> uh, but that's that's all we're getting out of you, Adam? Yeah. All right. Oh. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right. We'll go to another caller. Uh, we're going to try Lou. Oh. Hi, Grandma. <laughs> nice. All right, Lou, did you hear it? Uh, Lincoln Park is my favorite band, too. Uh, in the end, and... no, I don't have it. All right, oh, man. All right, Maurice, you pulling up a texter? All right, we're, I think we're gonna have to go to a texter because that was hard. It's uh, if if you don't, uh, if you're not a classic rock fan, uh, it might be difficult for you to grab that. Uh, instrumental part of the song, but it's a it's a great song. It's a great song. It was a, a huge hit. A wonderful band. So uh, our texter that Marissa grabbed, who I believe has the correct answer, is Joe. Hey, Joe, you're on the air. Gadzook. Gadzook Show. All right, two titles, please. Uh, yes, it's What a Fool Believes by Doobie Brothers and In the End by Lincoln Park. That's correct. Uh, Joe, hang on the line because we're going to set you up in case I don't know what we're going to give him. What do you, you know, what do you uh, well, you know what? We'll um, on hold, figure out what he wants, and we'll hook him up with that. Okay. All right. So, yes, What a Fool Believes. Great song. And mixed perfectly with <laughs> In the End from Lincoln Park. All right. Um, what do you say? All right. Let's do a couple more. We'll see where we are on time. I'm going right. to go with uh, Chris next. Hey, Chris. Hey, that's me. All right. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's me. And we are playing Mashup Madness. Are you ready? I'm ready. Hang on one second. I'm going to play this down the phone line. Let's see if you know the two songs. Here we go. 
get to the hook, but I want to hear what yeah, it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. So, because I haven't heard these before, so I'm, some of them I'm letting through. Alright, it was, uh, I think it was Chris. Hey, Chris, you there? I'm here. Alright, what are the two songs, please? Alright, Having Kids is about to pay off. Uh, <laughs> so it was Let It Go, mixed with uh, Don't Speak by No Doubt. You got yeah! it? Yeah! Nice job. Excellent. Alright. What are we going to set Chris up with? All right, Chris, we have a Fandango carrier code to see. The Mystery uh, Team Incorporated is back again in Christopher Nolan's original sci-fi spectacle, Tenet, which is in theaters on Friday. Did you start to read Scoob for a moment there? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. All right, so let's do two more. Two more? All right. And then we will, then we will wrap it. I will go to Scott. Hey, Scott. Hey, Gagzooks. Gagzooks, Gag-Zooks. Scott. All right, so <laughs> you ready to play, buddy? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, one moment. Here comes the uh, here comes the mix. Let's see if you can decipher. Oh, oh no. DJ Now I'm going to stop it before the hook. But I'm going to play yeah. it when we after we get an answer. I will go back over to Scott. Hey, Scott. Uh, yeah. All right. What are the two songs? <laughs> uh, I only know the Alice in Chains, but I don't know the title and the other song. I have no idea. Okay, so uh-huh. you don't know the name of the first one, and you don't know the name of the second one. Got it. Thanks for playing, Scott. Appreciate it. Uh, okay. Now, are we going to try Preston again? Hey, Preston. Guys, my call dropped last time. Okay, oh, you're yeah. back. Thank God. All right, did you hear the mix? Yeah, I'll be honest, I have no clue. <laughs> None? Uh, hey, you're one it. of them? Yes. It's All good right. you got back in. Yeah, glad you made it through. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, fellow name brother. We'll see you. All right, let me go to Rich. Hey, Rich. Yes. All right, did you hear the two songs? I did, but can I hear a little more? Yep, hang you on. Are rewind or are you going to go from where we uh, left off? Screw it, just right. let it go. Whoa, 
Oh my god. How can you make that song sound down? But they did. He yeah. did. Uh, all right. So, Rich, do you know the two songs? I, I got Walking on Sunshine, but I, I can't get the other. All right. Thanks anyway, Rich. We appreciate it. We're going to a texter who has the answer, and it's Brian. Hey, Brian. Good morning. All right. The two songs, please. Uh, walking on Sunshine and Wood. Yes, Wood yes. Canals and Chains. Yeah, yeah man. Hey. Correct. It's yep. awesome. Hang on a second. We'll get you info. We will set you up, Brian. It's that easy. A perpetually upbeat, happy song becomes this dour. I love it. All right, what we're going to set him up with. Oh, so uh, you didn't ask, and I'm at, you're asking now. We're going to give him Caddyshack. All right. Digital Excellent. download. All right, so one more is all we have time for, and I will go to Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Yes. All right, we got our last one. You ready, man? I'm ready, buddy. Go ahead. All right, hang on. We'll put you on hold, and here it comes. DJ Cumberbund. Always got to throw a little plug in there for you. Stop it there, <laughs> and we're going to see if he's got it. It is uh, Jeff that we went to. Hey, Jeff. What's up, buddy? All right, man. What are those two songs? Is that The Gambler and Don't Go Chasing Waterfall? Dude, yeah! you nailed it! Oh, yes! oh, my God. I can't believe you got the other one. You count your money. When you're sitting there at the table, there'll be time enough for counting. When the dealing's done. DJ Cumberbund is a genius. Yeah, man, it's unbelievable. Uh, Case, what do we have for him? All right, for you, Jeff, we have a digital download of Scoob. And there you go. Mashup Madness, thank you for playing along. That is a fun game. I would would buy some of those songs as singles. I agree. They're really... Really solid. They they mix well together. Yeah. So and and I love playing that game. That's awesome. All right. Well, listen. We do have to take a break. But thanks for playing along. We appreciate it. When we get back, we're gonna have Steve Gutenberg Whoa! on the show. So stay with us. We are back. Hey gang, it's safe to say we've never seen anything quite like 2020. Challenging, uncertain, unprecedented. Go ahead, pick an adjective, any adjective. We'll wait. We've been through a lot, probably with more to come, but we've stuck together like Philly always does. It's pretty easy to feel helpless, but there are a few things we can do. Like social distancing, avoiding large crowds, and wearing a mask when you're out in public. It might seem like a pain, but it's nothing compared to what some people are dealing with. So let's do the things we can do while we have to, and we'll get this great city and great country back to normal. A message from your friends at 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. 
Uh, Steve, you want or Casey actually wanted to thank somebody for something, right? Well, I think Steve should as well because he also indulged. Uh, I want to thank uh, a listener. Her name is uh, Anne. Uh, I'm going to try and pronounce his last name properly. Anne Gospoderic. Gospoderic. Oh, that's about right. The carrot cake? Yes. Holy hell. So, uh, you know, early on in the uh, pandemic and the quarantine, you know, I I was trying to bake and stuff at home, and I had asked about carrot cakes, and she sent me a recipe, and she ended up making me a carrot cake yesterday (laughs) and then bringing it, and she drove here with her husband and dropped it off and gave me a carrot cake. Don't worry, guys. I paid her with T-shirts and hand sanitizer. There you go. So um, it was an equitable trade. Um, but, man, she is a, an amazing baker. Really, really good. Steve, I know you tried I, it. I cut a piece. Other people were sampling. It was, uh, I mean, I'm not saying this. is uh, just to blow the proverbial smoke. Uh, some of the best carrot cake I've ever had. Now, the good news is that I actually forgot to bring it home yesterday. So it is <laughs> sitting in our fridge right now. So anybody here listening all right, in, all right. in the office can yeah. try. This is really, really good. But it was that was just so sweet of her to do that. So thank you, Ann. Nice. Excellent. Uh, I've just been handed a note that Steve Gutenberg is not at 9. He is at 9.20 because I put it in wrong, Marissa oh. says. so. Uh, how many times have I heard that? <laughs> you put it. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard the wrong hole, but I've oh never heard Yeah, that. I've heard that, yeah. Yeah, but anyhow. You, 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 <laughs> anyway, uh, um, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk to Steve in a little while, so right, I guess I'll just... Riff for the next twenty minutes or so. Right. Um, well, just our, our fond recollections of the work of Steve Gutenberg. I thought you, I thought you were going to say the fond recollections of putting it in wrong. <laughs> no, 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 no. And we are not going to do no, that. No, we, we leave no. that for NPR. Let's <laughs> let's go let's go the other direction and Pull talk about <laughs> the new movies hitting Hallmark. Oh, uh, yes. Oh, I'm very excited. This very fall. excited. So I thought that would uh, <laughs> I thought that would appease Steve since he does watch all of the Hallmark movies. And they have the Fall Harvest movie events that are coming out. Have they always done Fall Harvest? They I have. Mean, I know uh, they really focus on uh, on Christmas. Christmas. I hope and they fact, don't. Those play in the summertime, too. You, listen, obviously when something good comes along, they flood the hell out of it and ruin it. But uh, the Christmas <laughs> stuff is still my favorite. So they have, uh, I guess they're doing the, the fall stuff. And there's stuff all the way around uh, all year. They have their mysteries. The Candace Cameron Bure mystery stuff and all that's, yeah. like, that's all good, but the Christmas stuff is the money shot. They'll do, they'll get a little fall in there before Christmas starts in like right. mid October. Right. Okay, it so. all usually involves romance of some level or another. I have the titles, the dates, and the brief description. All right, please. Uh, uh, one, two, three, four is like five of them. Okay, so. How about this one? Love at Daisy Hills. Love at Daisy Hills. Yeah. Do you want to take? Do you guys want to take a uh, guess as to what that might be about? Love at Daisy Hills. Uh, it's a small town. Protagonist is a female, uh, right? Uh, businesswoman. Uh, well, you just tell me what you think it is, and I'll. And I'll uh... All right. So Daisy Hills. She she goes. Uh, she is a uh, high high. Uh, Priced uh, ad exec who goes to Daisy Hills, uh, returns to where her family is from. <laughs> They're having an issue at Daisy Hills. They produce well, uh, Daisy Hills floral displays for the okay. holidays. <laughs> um, and it's there that she meets a single parent uh, local from her high school, her high school sweetheart. Right. The oh descriptions aren't that long. What? <laughs> Dude. Well, no, no, it's, it's, it's getting, a, little, it's getting a teeny bit of it. Okay, yeah. so uh, and he is—he uh, now has a, uh, a son or a daughter. The wife passed away. Oh my god! 
and uh, so they fall back in love, and she decides perhaps it's better to return to Daisy Hills and give up the stress of her high-priced uh, ad agency. Kathy, do you concur? Or? Uh, no, I, I had a whole different uh, picture in mind. I, okay. I think it's a, a small town. She's a small-town girl, and uh, a new guy moves into town. He's young, good-looking, doesn't quite belong there, and finds her. Okay. Uh, here's what it's about. Joe's family. Joe is, is the main character. And so a woman. A woman. Jay, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, of course. Right. Joe's family, general store. General store. In Daisy Hill. So there it's we, a small town. Okay, yeah. Running a small family business. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, is struggling. And her father calls her ex-boyfriend, Blake, in to help out. Oh, okay. So right. it's a reuniting <laughs> of the thing. And that's all that's that the I have. They're not, okay. they're not going to give away Give me the next one. But he did say, you did say high school sweetheart. But, yes, you got to get that. That's yeah. part of the deal. All right. Uh, love at Bookout Lodge. Okay. <laughs> let me get go. this one. Uh, inner city gang warfare. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's I'm essentially colors. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. So the movie Colors. Colors, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Right. With, uh, with, but they've moved it to Lookout Lodge. No. Love at Lookout Lodge. Okay, Lookout Lodge. Do we go with male or female protagonist or, or lead here? I think, isn't it like the majority of the time it's female? It's usually female. That's why, yes. So let's go with the female. Um, Love at Lookout Lodge. She runs Lookout Lodge. Oh, all right. Uh, and her name is, let's go with a male, uh, Charlie, C H A R L I. And Lookout Lodge. Who comes into town? Um, let me see. A uh, an overweight, <laughs> no, come on, uh, really unidentified nice foreigner with horrible uh. skin. Uh, no, so he okay. comes in, and so he's again. So, uh, but they they don't have a past. They fall in love. It's it's totally organic. I'm thinking okay. more like along lines of Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing. Okay, so here's the deal. Lily doesn't work at Lookout Lodge, but she is an aspiring event coordinator. Oh, okay, so I got that wrong. So but, Lily, but it's, Charlie, it's in the ballpark because right, yeah. there's an event that's going to be happening at Lookout Lodge. Is Lil, uh, how's Lily spelled? She L I L Y, not C H A R I L. No, no, no. Uh, she helps hotel guest Noah plan his sister's wedding uh, at the Ramada, uh, but realizes he might be the man for her. He's the one. All right. Awesome. Listen, I love I, it. Steve is really damn close You're on this. You're very close. Well, on there's these. there's a general motif. They do not veer from Kathy. You'll verify this. They do. They know where their money shot is. It's like pizza guy shows up at the door in a porn movie. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah, it's going to yeah. happen. Yeah. Right. He's got the pepperoni. He's got the pepperoni. All right. Here's the other one. Uh, there's another one called Country at Heart. Country at Heart. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> country. Jewish family evades Nazis, <laughs> right, and lives in the attic for five months. No, uh, you've read this before. Country at heart. Okay, Kathy. If, if using the word country, country what would probably heart. be involved? How's that spelled? <laughs> C U N. No, because <laughs> that's a wholly other yeah. thing. Uh, all right, country. Do so you think it's like a city girl that moves out to the? country? I think it's a city girl that probably goes back to the country. They're they're having a where she grew up. Uh, where she grew up, yeah, and she goes back to the farm, and she's got to be reunited with someone. And there's a farm hand who's there. He's very slow. He's simple, Jack. Stop oh it. my no. god! Uh, and, and but she goes back and, and falls in love with the farm hand because she's country at heart, right? And they so, go horse riding together, right? <laughs> okay, right. well, except now we have she's to... she's riding. Uh, Hugging the horse from underneath. <laughs> Nick, are you pulling up the trailer? Just yes, see if there's any horse riding involved here. There's, uh, gotta, there's be. gotta be, but yeah. yeah oh no, I know oh, what it is. 
Wait. Those horses? All right, don't look at it. It's don't look farm. at it. All right, sorry. Okay. Oh, so- my God, it's horses. There we go, horse. <laughs> I knew it. And, and I, know, I know when the meat cute is. Uh, they are at the uh, the slaughterhouse. No. And she... Uh, She's he, a knocker. He, he hands She's... the nail gun to her <laughs> and blows it into the cow's head. Right. Wow. <laughs> That's how it ends. And then the blood splurts up on her face, and he wipes it off and goes, Boy, you're beautiful. I can't quit you. Fade to black. (laughs) No. No? Uh, It's a a Nashville songwriter and struggling country singer team up Mm. to write a song. And ride horses together. And they ride horses (laughs) together and find true love. I want to ride a horse so badly with you. And they they find true love along the way. All right. All right. Who are the stars? Anybody that we know? It doesn't have the names of the stars. Nick would be able to tell you that, but yeah. I'll, I'll, I haven't seen anybody ever. Lucas Bryant. Yeah, Neil Matter. The only name I recognized was Lucas Bryant. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Steve. And the, and the other two that we mentioned, there's no camera. Uh, no, camera no, camera no. I think like they're that. trying to start another uh, collection of stars. No, who's that chick? She yeah, looked, she looked she, like Amy Smart or somebody. No. She looks very familiar. Yeah. She's definitely... Well, I think they do that too, Case. I think they grab yeah, they do. actresses oh. who look like Amy Smart. And... I am I am constantly. Yes. Because my wife watches these. I'm going... I think I know her. Yeah. yeah. And then I pull up IMDb and I'm like, I don't know her. Right. But she looks a lot like someone. Dude, you know, they're th- meant to look like people that you know, but that they don't have to pay as much. They're people that didn't make the audition, that, right. that didn't get the audition yeah. for that big movie that you know. It's they're- like generic medicine at the supermarket. It says, this is like Advil. Well, they say, I want an Amy Smart type. I right. can get you Amy Smart. No, <laughs> I want an Amy Smart type. Right. All right, so here's another one. All right. And it's called My Best Friend's Bouquet. My Best Friend's Bouquet. Mm-hmm. All right, best so. Best Friend's Getting Married. Best Friend's Getting Married. Uh, she goes, but She goes to attend the wedding. And uh, there's a guy who's kind of cocky, who she does not like. She gets put at the table with him. Her name is Joey. Uh, <laughs> oh, and. My God. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and what does it say? Do you make it no, in the book? Just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, and then they they end up falling in love, and at the fi- at the end of the episode, she catches the bouquet. Like, okay. I should never doubt you on these. Okay, hey, <laughs> here we go, here we go. Josie, oh, yeah. not Joey, close. <laughs> Josie catches the bouquet. Yeah. At, I mean, at her friend's wedding, and begins to think of the man she met at the reception as the one, mm-hmm. while missing signs that her perfect match. Might be her longtime friend instead. Of course. Mm -hmm. Always in the friend zone. Yep. Yeah. All right. And then there's only one other one. It's called Sweet Autumn. Oh, okay. All right. Sweet Autumn. Autumn is the girl's name. Uh, Let's go with that. And um, She loves fall activities. She loves fall activities. (laughs) She works at Floral and Hardy. Okay. Uh, She despises physical contact of any kind. And she has a target card. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna correct you. I'm gonna give you something else to focus on. Okay, so that's all wrong. All right, all right, sweet. Autumn. All right, confection. She works at candy stop, candy store, candy store, or she has diabetes. <laughs> right. All right. So, the local wor- candy store or cupcake shop. Okay. Or a brothel. All right. Let, run with the candy store. Okay. Oh, she works at a candy, candy store. store. Is her name Autumn? No. 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 Something else. All right. I, I think, check that, because I her, her name's not on him, but... All right, her name is Chuck, name. but it's spelled C-H-U-H-A-K. <laughs> Why, you Chuck. think there's somebody else named Autumn in it? Yeah, be, um, I, I want to say, because, all right, so 
one, two, three, four, five, like six words into your uh, what it's about, that person, I think their name might be Autumn. I, you don't know that, though. No. No, okay. we can't confirm it. Anyway, all right. All right, so, so, all right, so you think she owns a candy shop? Uh, right, a, or is a, it a candy shop? Right. A guy a guy comes in from town. His car breaks down on the, uh, on the he's passing through town. <laughs> he asks for directions. Um, oh. they, it's going to take a couple days for his car to get fixed. Am I, am I in the ballpark? No. Actually, this, uh, I don't is, know if there's he, love in this one pimp. at all. He's a pimp. He's a pimp. Okay. <laughs> no, here's the deal. It's called Sweet Autumn. It's about Maggie inherits half of her aunt's candy business. Candy business. And through a series of letters, searches for the reason behind her aunt's final wishes. Mm. Right. Which is to euthanize her uncle. Oh. <laughs> is it? Who's been on life support since eating too much candy. That's... Right, you right. You've seen it. Pull the plug on him. Uh, you can check the Hallmark Channel's fall harvest events as they start on September. I find 19th. every one of those descriptions actually enticing. I would watch every one of those. Okay. All right. Anyhow, Steve, you actually <laughs> nailed a lot of those. How <laughs> about that? You nailed a, a pretty decent amount. Of Thank them. you. I think right. our next guest has been in any movies like that. He's I, been in everything. Yeah. He's, I think definitely, he was just... he's definitely done some romance movies over the years. I uh, think he had the most starring roles in the 90s. I, I, he he has he has a whole list. Well, we can ask him for okay. God's sake. And and you know what's great is he's a uh, he's a recurring character on the Goldbergs, hey, and he does a great job, which is wonderful. Yeah. Uh, so let's uh, please welcome to the show this morning, Mr. Steve Gutenberg. Hey. hey, Steve. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me on your show. Absolutely. Uh, I know we we have a, a, a serious thing to talk about. Um, but uh, real quick, Nick, what were, what were you wondering about, uh, Steve? Well, we were just talking about all these Hallmark movies, and, you know, they do really well for the Hallmark Channel, and I'm just wondering, Steve, if you've ever uh, had roles like that in your career where it's really soapy and kind of schlocky, but it might be fun, and, and maybe they end up just doing better than you expected in the first place. Actually, that's probably been all my roles. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that's why you do so well. Uh, but we do we do want to because uh, listen you're you're here for expressions at a serious reason out of the gate and I we were looking at the description of lymphedema and I hope I'm saying that correctly and I was unaware of this and this is something that actually affects your mother and uh, can you describe what it is and how one gets this because I'd never heard of this lymphedema is a disease which. Tens of millions of people have actually in the United States and a hundred million people around the world have. Many people don't know they have it. What happens is the lymphatic system in your body cleans your body. And when it gets, it gets diseased or uh, basically stopped, your limbs start to swell. Some people have it. They don't know it. There's all kinds of treatments for it. And if anybody wants to find out about it, it's called the lymphaticnetwork.org. And I believe by going on media, if, you know, you have listeners, you have 100,000 listeners, maybe 10 will check in. Hmm. That's enough for us. If anybody wants to find out, it's called the lymphaticnetwork.org. And please, if you can give, give generously and, and check around your family. Somebody in your family might have it, might have been born with it. They're very heavy. Their limbs are very heavy. Huh. They just don't know they have it. Steve, what can it's uh, what can be the end result of this? Is it life threatening, or is it uh, it, it can just be debilitating? It it can be both. Okay. Uh, if you're born with it, it can be debilitating, and everyone just thinks you're heavy. Everybody thinks that you can't lose weight. No, the system is not cleaning itself enough, and many doctors in our country 
don't know what lymphedema basically is. They can't diagnose it. Uh, there are terrific places like the Cleveland Clinic or the Mayo Clinic um, or the, or the Sinai, uh, Mount Sinai in New York or Cedar sinai in L.A. There are places you can go to find out what's, what's going on with me, what's going on with my uncle, my, my aunt, my sister. Sometimes when you've got to have a, a mastectomy, you also get lymphedema. So that's what this, this organization does. It helps educate you and is, is looking for a cure. We're trying to raise more money from the government. We're doing whatever we can. By being on great shows like yourself, I'm able to talk about this and spread the word. And that's the greatest part of being an actor or celebrity. Sure. Using your notoriety for something good. So, so yeah, so this is one of those things that's an elusive, um, you know, people are, it's, for example, um, you know, I had a, th- a thyroid, and Preston had a thyroid condition and, mm-hmm. and, you know, still do and take medication for it. But it has sort of these, sometimes it kind of falls in this, sort of null area that's uh, they can't you know the the symptoms aren't obvious or or you're you know you you have to go and get get tests and and this is we hear about this all the time because we support a number of charities where there's a um a condition that isn't immediately diagnosed i was wondering does this have anything to do is it is it uh an autoimmune disease it actually is is actually an immune disease not an autoimmune disease but it is an immune disease and your immunity is compromised when you have lymphedema. So at this particular time, when we have this terrible virus going around, many of these people are compromised. They don't know it. If you do have anything swollen on your body and it's been a long time and your doctors can't find out about it, please look at the lymphaticnetwork.org. Find out where you can go and have someone look at it. Steve, are there effective treatments that are available for it? There absolutely are. There's surgery, there's massage, there are machines you can go on every day to make sure that the blood and your lymphatic system is massaged and that the, and that the trash in your, in your body is eliminated. Okay. Why, and a lot of times it can be the most frustrating thing when someone just goes to doctor after doctor and cannot find a reason or, or a treatment. And sometimes it takes something just like this, something that you're doing, getting the word out to help uh, liberate them from the suffering that they're going through. Exactly. You know, you've got to take care of your own. Today, it's a cold, cold world. So if you have somebody that you love who has something that you can't understand, do everything you can to bring them to the best places. You know, usually internists don't know what it is. You've got to go to great clinics. All right. Uh, Steve, on a lighter note, I had mentioned uh, the Goldbergs that you, you know, play a recurring character on that show. It's uh, near and dear to us because it takes place right outside of the city limits of uh, Philadelphia. And we know Adam Goldberg, so uh, we're uh, we're friends with him. And uh, enjoyable time with that cast. They seem like they're a lot of fun. Yeah, Adam creates a great atmosphere, really creative. Uh, had a ball playing Dr. Catman. <laughs> and doing comedy is always fun. But, you know, you get a lot of laughs out of it. Did, did you start, were you more focused on being a dramatic actor? Because you went to Juilliard, is my understanding. And did you study with John Hausman? Yeah, I did. I did. I actually wasn't accepted into the fall program, but I got accepted every year to the summer program um, and uh, did uh, study with Dr. Hausman. And um, what uh, what was terrific was I, I, I am a dramatic actor, but my uh, I do have comedic chops, too. So, you know, as an actor, 
you only do what you're offered. Right. Um, you know, I uh, and um, you know, uh, I'm a Semitic person. I'm a Jewish person. So you know, I'm not going to be an ordinary people. Uh, but uh, so, um, well, the. But, I'm, uh, but I, Oh, we're losing you a little bit. I, I remember, you know, like the cast of Diner, you know, in one of the, one of your earlier big successes, you know, you had Kevin Bacon, Paul Reiser, Mickey Rourke, Daniel Stern, like a who's who of people who went on to uh, to great things. And, and, and that that was a, a blend of comedic and dramatic. And uh, that's that's kind of been you've you've kind of jumped back and forth throughout your career. Yeah, I've been very fortunate. I've worked this is my fifth decade in show business. Jeez. And um, I've made a living and, and uh, been able to uh, give my family and my friends opportunities and, and experiences that we never would have had if, you know, I became a, a ditch digger. So <laughs> I've been very, yeah. very fortunate. You know, the, the business has been a little better than terrific to me. And the diner guys, the same. You know, everybody's made a living. It's very hard to make a living as an actor. Yeah. If you do, you know, you're lucky. You know, you, we only hear about the famous guys, but there are millions of actors all over the world that struggle every day to make a living, you know, being a waiter or digging ditches or, right. you know, doing other jobs. And that night they do their, their community theater or their regional theater. It's a, it's a tough business to make a living in. But it also is a labor of love. It seems like, I mean, while you're trying to pay the bills, obviously that's one thing, uh, but people do it because they love to do it. And with that, uh, is it, is it something that you may hang on till the bitter end until you just can't do it anymore? I don't know. You know, I mean, an actor never really retires. You know, you just sort of just keep going and enjoy your life. And, you know, when you get a call, you get a call. Um, and uh, if you're fortunate enough to be able to go into your, you know, your senior years uh, with a, a great uh, bundle of money behind you that you've <laughs> earned and you're then you're a lucky guy. All right, I have to ask, because you did Lava Lantula. You did two mm-hmm. Lava, two Lantula, both which I loved. Is there going to be a third Lava Lantula movie? You know, there might be a third Lava Lantula movie. Right now, they're fighting over it at the Academy. (laughs) (laughs) I happen to enjoy both those films. He loves them. I talk. I mean, the content and and Two Lava, Two Lantula is one of the greatest sequel titles of all time. Yeah, It, it it actually is. I think it was just voted. I think it was. I think it was the Senate is voting on it today. <laughs> wow, the impact get, is so wide. You get that kind of verification. That's amazing. Nobody saw that yeah. coming. <laughs> All right, Steve. Uh, thank uh, you for the information on uh, lymphatic education, and we'll pass that along to our listeners. and And maybe it struck a chord with a few people listening this morning, and they can get the treatment that they need. So we appreciate that. Absolutely, and I joined an interesting group called Cameo dot com. you can. You can give out messages to people, and I decided to join because at this really tough time, in and you can't see any new movies, you can't see really any new television shows, so you can connect with your favorite actors and give a great message. And I've been finding that people really need to be up, uplifted right now, so I'm having a terrific time giving out some kindness. And right now is the most important time for us to be a little kinder than usual because everybody is battling something today. Agreed. All right. Well, thank you, Steve. We'll, we'll have people check out Cameo and and, uh, and hire you for those messages. We appreciate it. Steve Gutenberg, yeah. guys. Good luck with everything. We'll talk to you soon. All right. There you go, Steve. Very thoughtful, Steve Gutenberg. Very, very thoughtful, Steve. Yeah. Very, uh, uh, the, the disease, though, I had not heard of. No. 
and and so when you sometimes will see somebody with um it looks like a like a bloated appendage or something like this i assume this is what this quite, is quite possible yeah um listen we got a couple of minutes to play with um there is something that i've been holding on to that i wanted to share with Kathy but she was you know we we had vacation days she was off sick for a while. She you know how things get away from you. In and out, and I apologize, Kathy. Okay. But I've been saving this list for you, okay. and it's um, mistakes you make with your succulents. And I oh. wanted to share these with you so you don't make your succulent mistakes. I love it. I have, like, a succulent chart. So if, if of course you do. If your succulent <laughs> start, starts to look a certain way, it tells you what you're doing wrong. If you're overwatering, underwatering, too much light, not enough light. Mm. Are they very um, precise succulents? Uh, you, there's no room for error? Uh, I've better luck with the larger succulents than I do the smaller ones. Okay. All right. So the more robust succulents. Yes. Succulents have a reputation for being super easy care houseplants. Oh, that... I would say they're not super easy. I've, I've lost a lot of succulents in my day. Uh, it says anyone can grow them, <laughs> but uh, but that doesn't mean you can just plop them down on a table and totally forget about them. Oh, right. willy-nilly. No, they do still need some care to look their best. So okay. you Do you get... dust your succulents? Uh, you know what they no they, they can get dusty because they do just sit there and a lot of them are are flat. Uh, no, you know what I and this might be on the list of mistakes, but I actually have one uh, that's in my bathroom and I've had it for I think this is going on year three that I've had this thing and it started to die. I started to get upset. I put it in the window. Uh, and it came back, and it looks great, but it is flat, and it gets dusty. And what I do is, because um, I don't think that you're supposed to water them from the top, but I will water this one from the top, and it takes the dust off. You buck the system. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, these you are mis- the succulent system. These are mistakes <laughs> you can make with your succulents. Um, number one, using containers without drainage. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that's any plant. Okay. Just skip over that one. That's no, kind of, no, no. I like ridiculous. it. Ridiculous. Okay. Don't skip you, you over. Just, I love it. You just got taken a task. It's tempting to pair cute succulents with a fun container. It is. But if you plant your new Ashivera, Ashivera, what? Ashiveria. I guess that's a a certain type succulent. Okay. Uh, in gonorrhea? a tiny, in it, if you if you plant your new gonorrhea in a tiny ceramic pot, yeah, with no way for water to drain out, it's not going to end well for you and your plant. Have you noticed this, Kathy? And the, the one that you keep to, to mask the smell of the poop in the bathroom. Oh, stop it! Most succulents prefer their soil on the dry side anyway, but using a container without drainage holes increases your chances of overwatering because the moisture will the just water will sit pool in the bottom of the pot and literally drown your plants. Roots. Right, yeah. Echeveria is a large genus of flowers. Uh, oh, so oh, I, this is the one that that grows flowers. Okay. I think so. Yeah, I have a couple of these. In my Are backyard. succulents all the rage these days? Is that yeah. the big thing? Well, yeah, but they started to because they're easy decorations and um, like they, you know they started to do those classes. I remember I did the pumpkin succulent. They're putting them on anything and everything. You can just decorate with them all year round. Mm-hmm. All right, succulent was Marilyn Chambers' first movie, wasn't it? Preston? Here's a. No, I think it was uh, Behind the Green Door, <laughs> but that's close. All right, so succulents, also what you don't want to do is mist instead of water. Oh. You don't Be- want to mist them? Because succulents don't need much water to survive, you might think that misting them is a good way to prevent overwatering. Misting leaves is great for plants that appreciate extra humidity, like many ferns and other tropicals grown indoors. But for succulents, it can damage them and even cause them to rot. Tell me that you're misting your succulents. 
No, but the, I think this is the point is that you don't water them from the top. Yes. Instead, make sure that you're using a container with drainage and a succulent potting mix and then give your succulents a good soaking when the, oil, the soil is completely dry. So, like, you're supposed to actually, um, like, get the water underneath as opposed to spraying it or, or pouring it over top so of it. So you pour, let it seek into the roots. Yeah. Sink it, all right. Mm-hmm. These are succulent. I my succulent. Yes. <laughs> mm. That's the main reason I brought this up. I was hoping that maybe Mandy would show. join. Mm-hmm. What about the succulents? Um, not watering enough. Index fingers around my nipples. Oh my god! Mm. That wet ass <laughs> succulent. Wet ass succulent. <laughs> Interesting. You had me at wet ass. I know. Yeah. I'm uh, the Hallmark Channel tonight. Wet, wet ass, ass succulent. <laughs> I inherited my grandmother's succulent shop. <laughs> and here comes Brick Laser, the new man in town. <laughs> Brick Laser? His child died of some disease. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't ever know the kid. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and he helps me with my succulents. Uh, number three. Well, I, told, I, I cautioned him, don't miss that. <laughs> Get it all wet. <laughs> Your succulents. You've got a dusty ass succulent. <laughs> Number me. It's not a wet ass succulent. It's a dusty ass succulent. Dusty ass succulent. Mm-hmm. We'll get that all wet. Uh, okay. All right. All right. I just thought of a song. Dap. Dusty ass <laughs> succulent. No pink. Oh. oh. I'm writing that down. For grandma. Yeah, for grandma. Okay. Here's another one. Uh, not watering enough. That's yeah. a mistake. Come it's on. All about water. You can't water them too much. You can't miss them, and you can't. That's why they're horrible. They're you can't finicky. leave them dry. Most succulents can go weeks or even a month without water and survive, but that doesn't mean you never water them. What are you, a lunatic? Or that they can get by with just a few drops at a time. Succulents survive drought by stro- storing extra water in their leaves and sometimes roots. But if you frequently let your plants go multiple weeks without water, they might start to shrivel up and drop leaves. You got that, dumbass? Instead, pay attention <laughs> to the soil. When it's dry, it's time yeah. to water. Bitch. What do you get so angry at the succulents? Because they're dying. Jeez. The one in my bathroom I watered before our vacation. So what was that? First week in August, and I just watered it two days ago. So like once a month you water it. Wow. Wow, okay. Kath, how do you do with orchids? Uh you know what? I had an orchid for I would say like over a year one time. It was like the greatest plant ever. I watered it with three ice cubes once a, was it once a week? Oh my God. Once a day. I forget what it you was. You put three ice cubes in it? Three yeah. ice cubes in it. You'll, you'll let it melt. Um, but Nick, I haven't been able to keep one that long since. I, I do pretty well with them, but uh, not as good as you're, I did on that first one. You're so meticulous with the plant. Well, that's what somebody told me. To, that's what you do. You put the ice cube in huh. and let it melt so it slowly waters it instead of like pouring water in. Kathy has the sexiest hibiscus in town, by the yeah, way. Absolutely. Oh, That's well, pretty badass. Well, and those are, I mean, those are easy. I don't do yeah. anything with them. Yeah, they're, they're gorgeous. Just, but they're gorgeous. I'm, I'm going to try to match your, your splendor in that next okay. All right, uh, number four, not giving them enough light. As desert plants, most succulents need a lot of bright or even direct sunlight to really thrive. However, their reputation as tough house plants makes it seem like they can survive anywhere, even dark rooms without much natural light. In fact, there are a few succulents that can handle low light conditions, including snake plants. Snake plants. But most will grow best in the brightest light you can give them. Brick, come into the bedroom and let me show you my snake plant. So it's you you want a lot of light. And then the last thing... And listen, I... This, I, you're gonna, this all depends on the succulent. 
Yes. Like they, the, I had succulents that were in bright light, and every single one of them died. I moved oh, really? them out of the just. I'd a love to see your nursery. Light, <laughs> a little bit of light, and they survived. Okay, everything here is dead. Uh, all right, here's another one: planting too many together or with non-succulents. Oh, mm, you don't want to do that. Good to know. Plenty of beautiful succulent arrangements are out there, but most of them will only survive temporarily. Succulents can handle tight quarters better than most plants. But eventually, they'll start to compete for resources such as water and soil nutrients if you have a bunch of them crammed oh, together. I mean, okay. this, this isn't that my thing, sense. but I'm, I'm kind of cool. I, I, I think these plants are kind of cool. I, I do like them. Cool I think too. they're neat looking. Yeah. I have these large ones out back um, of my house. I put them. They're, they're smaller planters, but larger than something you would put in your house. And they do the best. I let them sit outside. I don't water them. I don't touch them. Uh, <laughs> they dry out. They get wet when the rain comes. They last all summer long. I even have a couple that I brought in over the winter. Um, they, they were hurting in the wintertime. I put them back outside, and mm-hmm. they're full grown again. So Carter's been, he's been into horticulture this summer, and uh, so he's very aware of what plants need as far as their water level and not. And, like, when it rains, like, he'll bring them all inside. They're sitting outside. And I'm like, dude. Farmers leave their stuff outside. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you can leave it out. It's, Father! Yeah, but I, I just... You don't know. I'll let him do his thing, but he runs them in and out because of the water and... Well, they can get overwatered. He's he's taking care of his plants. I know. Yeah. They're, they're all dead now, but anyway... You ever um, take them to Ots? Oh, yeah. Yeah, isn't that great? Absolutely. Yeah, we love going to Ots. In fact, they have lots of succulents at Ots. So many succulents. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> and a little waterfall. Inside. You can't it's go true. up. You can't go up and uh, I went there last weekend. You can't go above the waterfall right now. Oh, they, they closed like for, it. Because yeah. of COVID? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's oh, tight yeah, up there. It's very tight. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The hell. I know. Yep. Freaking COVID. Uh, screwing up my succulent plans. So anyhow, uh, you don't want to plant them with other plants that have different care needs. Planting a drought-tolerant succulent in the same container as a fern that likes consistent moist soil and with one or both plants suffering. Murderer. Yeah, so you don't want to, you don't want to do that. Uh, for long term succulent long term succulent arrangements, consider a dish garden. Okay, do dishes grow naturally? I guess they do. <laughs> uh, you'll still be able to plant multiple succulents in one container while also giving them enough space to thrive. You I probably I do, put I do, it on like moss or something like that, and then you I don't know. water yeah, so that. So that you're so totally into this. Yeah, I love them. That's why I brought it up. They're so pretty. I was holding on to that. It wasn't a home run, but, you know. Listen, she needed the information. She's clearly performing some sort of horrible (laughs) torture to these plants. No, and Spraying them. There's more more succulent activity coming in the fall (gasps) activities. Really? Yeah. Yeah. In fact, Florin Hardy has a whole succulent bar. They do. Yes. I actually took that idea. They helped me do it uh, to my friend's bridal shower, and that's what all the ladies did at the bridal shower. They made a succulent container. Really? And then you yeah. all made fleshlights. Um, no, stop it. No, that was the bachelorette. That's the <laughs> fleshlight assembly line over there. Come on, everybody. You can p- pick tightness. And and, all, and, 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 po- and you can paint it however you want. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, a, like a desert flower. All right, anyway, I just thought I'd share Thank that. Thank you. With you. No I appreciate problem. that. No problem. All right, why don't we take a break? As we do, remind you, it is Tattoo Tuesday. And yeah. a chance to win a Preston Steve-themed tattoo. Uh, text word tattoo to 39333. And uh, we're going to pick a winner before the show is up. When we get back, some bizarre file stories await. Hang around. You'll get them. What's new? Glad you asked. Godsmack. The Killers. Green Day. We just keep on dreaming. New-
new music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WNMR. We have a new Daily Rush video. And it's... Succulents? It's notes. <laughs> it's not that quick. Oh, all right. It's huh. bison douche. Bison douche. Yes. And the description is, a wild bison has some hygiene tips for a tourist. And you can watch it now at PrestonandSteve.com. This was a new style of Daily Rush that I hadn't seen before. Oh. Uh, and I found it interesting. It's, it's audio from our show and video of the incident. Um, so and then there's some video of the show mixed in as well. But it, it, Nick is Nick's so innovative in, in creating these things. We're changing um, entertainment as we know we it. We are, yeah, uh, yeah. The word hero gets tossed around a lot. But if it, you if you go through the history of the Daily Rush videos from time to time, you'll find ones that kind of buck the uh, the standard formula, yeah. an and, evolution, if you will. And I like that. Adding think, imagery I, to sound could open up a whole new avenue to entertainment. No, it's not that kind. It's oh. you know, it's, it's different editing. And oh, whatnot, you're probably so, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyhow, I love it when uh, when Nick does this, Nick and company. So you can watch it now at PrestonandSteve.com, sponsored by Punchline, Philly, Fishtown's first comedy club, restaurant, and bar. So please take a look. Uh, we're going to do the Bizarre File. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. All right, let's get right into it. We're going to start with this messed up story. A new TikTok challenge was blamed for the death of... Of a 15-year-old girl in Oklahoma. It is called the Benadryl Challenge. Oh you must God. be out of your goddamn mind. It encourages participants to take excessive amounts of the allergy medication in an effort to trip out from the drug and experience a high that could bring about hallucinations. Wasn't the Benadryl the uh, Cosby drug of choice? Yeah, yep. Although it is unclear exactly how many Benadryl pills the teenager took to cause her overdose, the challenge Generally, calls for users to take at least a dozen a dozen pills. That's insane. Uh, the dose that can cause a hallucination is very close to the dose that can cause something potentially life-threatening. Large doses or a TikTok of, video of Benadryl can cause seizures and particularly problems with the heart. The heart tends to go out of rhythm and not pump blood effectively. In May, three teenagers living in Fort Worth, Texas, were rushed to the hospital after taking large amounts of Benadryl for the challenge. One of the teens, a 14-year-old girl, arrived at the hospital with a heart rate of 199 beats per minute, significantly higher than the typical 60 to 100 considered normal for her age group. The girl was also experiencing hallucinations and was speaking in fractured sentences. All three of the teens recovered, but each of them were had told medical professionals they had taken the medicine as part of the social media challenge. My God. None of these patients were trying to harm themselves. They all said they saw videos on TikTok and were curious to try it. This makes the Tide Pod Challenge look smart. Uh, drowsiness is a common sound of, a side effect, but uh, too much of the drug can result in a faster-than-normal heartbeat, dry mouth and dry eyes, and in the most extreme cases can lead to seizures, coma, or even death. You ever yes. take Benadryl? Yeah, man, I had to, um, I, I had an allergy test done, um, you know, at Penn, yeah. and uh, they had a uh, they had a, a port in my vein ready to go in case I had a reaction. Right. And near the end of the test, I had a reaction. So they hit me with Benadryl. Dude, I thought I felt drunk off my ass. Really? It was immediate. And I mean, so they're they're taking this yeah. much? And it was it was like I had done like three shots of tequila right away. Wow. And so it can it can mess you up. Yeah, absolutely. Uh an illegal rave in an underground bunker in the Norwegian capital of Oslo came to an abrupt end early Sunday when dozens were taken to hospitals. After suffering from carbon monoxide poisoning, up to 200 people were at the party in the bunker. 
officers <laughs> discovered the event uh, early Sunday when a police patrol met a group of confused young people in the park where the bunker is located. Emergency services then found seven people unconscious inside. The event was dubbed the Rave Cave, and it started late Saturday night. Initially had over only 100 attendees on Facebook before it got out of control. The partiers in their 20s and 30s had gathered for the rave, which used portable diesel generators to power lighting and sound systems. Authorities believe that they were poisoned by carbon monoxide given off by the generators. One man who attended the rave but left uh, before authorities arrived said that the air quality was so poor that he left several times just to breathe some fresh air. So They're having problems like this down in Louisiana right now because of all the power outages because of the hurricane. Sometimes people will put them inside. Well, one we're too close to a window. Five people got wiped out. Really? Uh, Yeah, because when they started the generator, the uh, the what do you call it? um, Garage door was open. Yeah, and at some point, I'm sorry, uh, (laughs) turn the rave off. But they shut the garage door, and they all died. Oh, it it can happen. You got to be careful. Uh, Usually, a dog chewing stuff is more annoying than anything else, but this one was pretty pricey. Uh, it seems a curious dog got a hold of a fiber optic cable that ran between county buildings in Mississippi and chewed it to pieces. Uh, the issue is the cable cost thousands of dollars, and the cable connected a courthouse to a nearby Justice Building and was mostly elevated but dipped to the ground by the front door of What'd the, you do? the Justice Court <laughs> Big building. Big dogs running. Big dogs out. Uh, the sheriff thinks he knows which dog did it but lacks evidence to hold up his charge. Wow. And that's a big deal as if there were enough proof, the county could seek damages against the troublemaker, which also amounts to more than $7,000 out of the dog owner's pocket. So they're trying to track down who did it. Authorities in Nevada have arrested an Arizona woman on suspicion of stealing about a million dollars in cash, chips, and jewelry from an international poker champion and his father, 46-year-old... A million bucks? Yes, Svetlana Silva was charged with residential burglary and possession of stolen property valued at $100,000 or more. Now, uh, they reported that poker champion Antonio Esfandiari oh, yeah. and his father, Bijan Esfandiari, Esfandiari yeah. Yeah, uh, called authorities to report several valuables were missing from their safe at their condominium near the Strip, including, listen to this, $150,000 in cash, a half million dollars in poker chips. Oh, my God. And, and 200 beanie babies. Uh, Silva <laughs> is scheduled to appear in court in October. I didn't know they held on to chips like that. Well, yeah, I guess, you know, just to sort of like... I mean, unexpected li- guests drop by. Well, no. You know, these guys are professional poker players, so they, they're at the casino every day, right. all day. So rather than cashing out because... They're just going to use it again the following day. I mean, okay. listen, they, they sit down at the poker table for I, hours and hours on end. Isn't that a risky proposition, though, having that... Well, it's I guess the same, the same thing same as, as having cash. cash, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Now you don't have to go to the cashier every single time. Do you ever time. keep more than a half a million dollars worth of cash at your house? Just under. Just yeah, under. Yeah. Yeah. you got to be yeah. smart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and even lock the screen door. Right. But, like, when we go to the casino, it's a little bit different. It's like, all right, let's cash out, and then we're going to use that money to go buy McDonald's. Uh <laughs> That's Who was McDonald's? That's not how they roll. The, you know, they, yeah. they're like, all right, no, this this is going to be my bankroll for tomorrow. No, you're right. I, I see would think it. that they're they at a would, different level. I would think that they would get an escort in and out, or <laughs> at least out. They uh, might, yeah. uh, No, out of the uh, out of the casino if they're carrying that much. Around. Right. Yeah. The casino always provides some sort of. They should, right? I think. Can, can you request an escort for any amount of money? 
In other words, if you've I won... I think it's over a certain amount. I think there's a, a I've, number. I've won $20. I've like... Yeah, yeah. Can somebody <laughs> take me out? Yes. Look, I'm a target here. Yes. Okay, do you understand? Do you know what I just won? $20. All right, one Do last... you know how much I, McDonald's I can buy? <laughs> I don't know. If you wanted to be escorted, though, out... It doesn't matter even if you didn't win anything. I bet you they wouldn't refuse you. I think if you, were, sure. if you were to piss on the casino floor, they'd escort you out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you, get, you get an escort yeah. that way. All right, one last story. Uh, Charlotte's, uh, Charlotte, North Carolina's first self-pour tap room has closed its doors for the day following the release of a video that shows someone drinking directly from the tap. <laughs> of course. You knew that was going to happen. Who's got her mouth on it. In a video that went viral uh, within the Charlotte community, an unidentified woman can be seen drinking from one of the taps at Hoppin'. Others can be heard yelling, poor, 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 <laughs> and cheering in the background. Uh, the video was posted on Sunday on Reddit and Instagram with a caption on some posts saying it was recorded Saturday night. Hoppin staff released a statement said we are going to spend today meeting with our staff and ensuring that everything is properly cleaned and sanitized. <laughs> and there you go. That is your bizarre file right now. All right. Uh, okay. We're good. We're good. We're good. Okay. Casey was gesturing towards something. Steve Gutenberg back on. No, he's not back on. We are going to take a break and remind you we do have a tattoo day. So if you want to get a free press and receive tattoo, text the word tattoo to 39333. Get a winner in a little bit. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We have a question to ask you, and that question has prize associated with it. Uh, we're going to give away a digital download of The Flash, the complete sixth season. And the question that I have for you is this. Who is the male lead in Hallmark Channel's wet-ass succulents? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. Who's the male lead? Yeah, he's great. In the Hallmark Channel's wet-ass succulents. All right. Let's see if you were listening. 215-263-WMMR. Call right now, and the correct answer gets the prize. We're going to do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right. Let's see where we're going today. Steve, what's up this well, morning? Well, Mariah Carey revealing in her new autobiography that she started a relationship with Derek Jeter while still married to Tommy Mottola. Carrie confirms that two of her songs from then were about the former Yankee, including The Roof, and Derek Jeter has a huge penis. <laughs> Kid Rock having a little fun with 88-year-old country uh, legend Loretta Lynn. He pretended to propose to her and then marry her, but not to be outdone, Lynn drew a loaded pistol on Rock and forced him to consummate the marriage. Oh, oh my God. And finally, the residents of Montecito, California are not thrilled with their new neighbors, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, because of news helicopters and swarms of paparazzi. Not only that, the couple reportedly plays all-night games of cornhole in the (laughs) (laughs) cul-de-sac. That's how you try. All right, we shall see if someone knows the answer to this question. Who was the male lead in the Hallmark Channel's wet-ass succulents? 215-263-WMMR. I'm going to go to Kevin for the answer. Hey, Kevin. Hey, how are you? Good, man. All right, who was that male lead in Wet Ass Succulents? Brick Laser. Brick Laser. Hang on. Uh, For Kevin, we have a digital download of The Flash, the complete sixth season. After Fast and Furious year, Team Flash anticipated things to slow down, but in season six, the team contends with an all-new villain, 
called Blood Work. Own it now on digital, Blu-ray, and DVD. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! It feels so good. All right. <laughs> stories for you here. We're going to start with this. Uh, fans are speculating that Five Finger Death Punch uh, guitarist Jason Hook and the band have parted ways. What? According to the prep.com, members of the band have unfollowed Hook on his social media. What the f*** is this? And when asked directly about it via social media, frontman Ivan Moody sidestepped questions. Uh, Hook left the band's European tour earlier to have gallbladder surgery. He was temporarily replaced by Andy James. Do you go with four-finger death punch at that point? You might have to. Uh, they also released, uh, celebrated, they had, they had recently celebrated reaching one million followers on Instagram by posting a picture of the band during a live concert, and it featured James and not Hook. Uh, the band has yet to comment on the situation, and Hook's social media profiles still have him listed as the band's guitarist. Evanescence has released the video of their new single called Use My Voice. The clip follows frontwoman Amy Lee, her bandmates, and a diverse group of citizens as they unite for change and justice. According to the release, the video serves as a hopeful metaphor of moving from darkness into a more illuminated future by being heard. Earliest this month, Evanescence had partnered with Headcount, one of the leading nonpartisan, nonprofit voter information services, uh, to help people navigate the registration voting process during COVID-19. And the PSA featuring the song, Use My Voice. This is a very powerful video because she switches from spraying her succulents to actually watering them. That's pretty controversial. Yeah, because she knows how damaging the spraying is. Uh, Use My Voice, by the way, is the third song and video to be released from uh, early from Evanescence' upcoming album, The Bitter Truth. They do good videos, I have to say. Very artsy. Kirk Hammett from Metallica. Revealed that he has over 600 musical ideas for the band's next album. Me too. I uh, spoke about the band's follow-up to the chart-topping hardwired self-destruct collection, saying I've been using this time to go through all my musical ideas that I've come up with. In the last three or four years, it's over 600 ideas. When, when he says 600. I don't believe Come that. on. I mean, Are you kidding me? you imagine how much, if, if, even if it was written down just like in a notebook or something like that? I've been thinking since about 4 o'clock this morning, I have half an idea. Uh, it's taken me a couple of months, he said, to go through it all. Uh, but they've been set into the big musical idea bank, and we're starting to talk about going through all that stuff and exchanging ideas. Was Hammett the one who lost the phone with all the, uh, yeah, there you he go. Is, he is. Yeah, okay. And just starting to get the ball rolling towards uh, creating some new material. Yeah, he had lots of recorded songs demo ideas and things like that on his phone. He lost his phone, lost all that stuff. Right. Gone. So I wonder how much of that stuff is like fresh-ish in his mind. Right. Uh, for anybody who's ever lost the term paper because they didn't save it, you know, and back in the day, Nick, I remember we used to use WordPerfect. I, I mean, I would lose five, six pages at a time. And you'd, you'd want to die. I'd want to die, but I would be able to essentially recreate at least three to four of those pages just on memory alone. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I hear you. At least you have a gist of it. If yeah. you do it 
while it's still fresh in your mind. Yep. If you find out ex- way after the fact, you're dead. <laughs> it was an excuse you could use from time to time if uh, you hadn't finished your paper. As, uh, I, I didn't save it. My dog ate yeah. my computer. <laughs> <laughs> Regarding the sessions for the upcoming album, there, he said there's uh, a lot we can do remotely, but I really think that we need to be together in the same room to really create some really, really, really great songs and music. That's how we create the magic, magic every day here, right? And he said the magic really happens when we're all in the same room, breathing the same air, even though that can be <laughs> deadly. <laughs> Uh, more than a few Beatles fans' minds were blown with the release of previously unseen photos from John Lennon's historic June 1980 sailing trip to Bermuda. The journey in which Lennon's boat plowed through a horrific storm, leaving Lennon the only member of the crew well enough to steer the boat, led to his creative renaissance in which he completed the songs for his final album, Double Fantasy. Well, the photo spread is part of the booklet for the new Sean Lennon-produced Double Lennon compilation. Uh, not Double Lennon, but produced Lennon compilation. Uh, well, give me, which is it? Give Me Some Truth, The Ultimate Mixes, which is set for release on October 9th, which would have been the late Beatles' 80th birthday. So explain this, this story. He was, I never heard this. But yeah, me either. He was sailing to uh, from Newport, Rhode Island uh, to Bermuda, and along the way they hit some bad weather. I saw the pictures. They're really cool. Uh, and it's great because... You've pretty much seen all the John Lennon photos. Yeah, right. And when, when some that you've never seen before that are this cool pop up, it's it's pretty neat. And it's just him on the boat and him, uh, you know, at the mast. And By I himself? Guess, no, there were like three Was other Yoko people. there? Yeah. Uh, I didn't see her in any... She might have been taking the photos. But uh, I guess at some point, maybe all the crew got sick and he had to steer for a while. Okay. I, I'm not really this, sure of the story. I mean, really? Everyone had the fish and I had the lasagna. <laughs> he was the only one that was well... <laughs> And then one last thing, Eddie Vedder yesterday officially joined Instagram. Whoa! He has, an account. has he had any social media accounts, Nick? Apparently he had a Facebook account uh, not that long ago. I don't know how often he checks it or uses it. but I'm also on LinkedIn. Yeah, he's on LinkedIn. But um, his daughters are pretty active on Instagram. His uh, wife is very active on Instagram. And- Do you think Instagram's more appealing to artists? Probably, but the, uh, what I was going to say was that he just did this series with uh, Lily Cornell, uh, where she interviewed him for about a half hour, and Lily is very active on Instagram. So I think he's seeing the benefits of it, and, um, you know, it's a very different Eddie Vedder in 2020 than it was in, in 1992. And that interview was on her Instagram uh, uh, live, right? It was, and, and okay. so I think he's seeing that the, there can be some upside to social media. Kathy uh, joined OnlyFans yesterday with oh, the, nice. uh, the succulent collection. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. You can see her and her succulents. succulents. Uh, So Eddie follows on Instagram his wife, his daughters, the Pearl Jam account, Mike McCready, Matt Cameron, Bruce Springsteen, The Who, Jack Johnson, The Nude Dragons, which is a uh, new account opened by Soundgarden's remaining members, Uh, Easy Street Records, Danny Clinch, Glenn Hansard. I love Glenn Hansard. Who's he? Uh, He's uh, a musician. He was in a movie called Once. They okay. toured together. Uh, yeah. Glenn opened for Eddie for uh, oh, okay. Free Stretch. They're, they're good buddies. When he was doing uh, ukulele songs? Uh, some of that, and then he just toured as a solo artist okay. for a bit as well. He uh, also follows Hoppy Floppy, I saw. <laughs> Does uh, he? No. It's amazing. He follows uh, Lily Cornell. Uh, this woman with huge jugs. <laughs> <laughs> she likes beer, too. She's yeah. good, good opinions about various ales and things you can try, but... Big, big breasts in the pictures. What did you call them at first? Uh, jugs. Okay. <laughs> and keep them with the beer motif. Okay. Oh, yeah. The beer, yeah. I and guess. cans. Jugs and cans. Yeah. yeah. Jugs and Bottles and cans. Bottles and cans. <laughs> <laughs> 
and, and cans. <laughs> uh, he also follows his beloved Cubs. Yes. Do you think most of these artists actually uh, oh. do, do this stuff, or do, do do are there other people doing these? Um, Post. I think he's doing it. Okay. Yeah. It By the way, the so I, when I said the Cubs, I realized looking at the logo. Yeah. Uh, that uh, it's it's an it's Eddie Hoppy Vedder floppy. logo. No, it's not Hoppy <laughs> Floppy, but it looks it's similar to the Cubs logo. Interesting. <laughs> uh, he also follows uh, Paul Nicklin, who is the photographer who shot the uh, picture used for Gigaton, and EB Research and some politically active account as headcount. Uh, active accounts as head count, uh, when we all vote and let's talk. Uh, at the moment, he is, uh, I, I have no idea. How many followers does he have? Uh, 11th, I have more followers than Eddie Vedder. Wow. Right now. Okay. Uh, but Eddie has. Give it 11, a minute. 11.4. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 11.4 thousand followers. Yeah. So, uh, and Danny Clinch is a photographer and uh, shot uh, Pearl Jam stuff and Bruce stuff. And he's great. He's based out of New Jersey. Does Dylan, like, do the do the superstar, I mean, not the, the, listen, Eddie Vedder's a superstar. Uh, do, do the uh, does Mick Jagger have an Instagram account? Uh, the Stones do. You know, the Beatles do. Like, some of them are business accounts. Some right. of them are kind of personal accounts. And I, I think would, it really depends on the artist. I would imagine, Steve, what might happen is for the personal touches and the things they really want to say that, that um, you know, Bruce Springsteen yeah. will put those things up. But he might have a handler who, who handles... This is when this is being released. This is when these shows are, and so on. You know, maybe doing the promotion part of it. I like to, I like to recommend beers. Yeah, <laughs> show my press. By the way, speaking of uh, Mick, I saw a trailer for a show that he's in, a TV yes, show. Yes, I know um, what you're talking about. Is he in the new Goldbergs? I had to, no, I don't think no. he's in the new Goldbergs. He's a new teacher. <laughs> but I, I had to do a double take because I'm. I, I was what like, is that? I, that looked like Mick Jagger. Is that already on? I don't know because it was. <clears throat> I saw it in passing, and I didn't. <clears throat> excuse me. Have time to really investigate it. So is he the MC for the Fresh Prince thing? Maybe he is. I like that show. In West Philadelphia, y'all. <laughs> he had to leave because there was a rough gang that made was going to hurt him. Yeah. Um, so he moved to his auntie's house in Bel Air, or his auntie told him to move. Uh, in, I, I, I must no, admit, I never, I never watched told, the yeah. show. Uh, no, yes, his, his mom told him to move because she <laughs> right. got scared. Right. With the auntie and uncle. In, and uh, by the uh, way, which one was actually blood related to him? Uh, in Belair? That is a good question. Was it Uncle Phil or Aunt Viv? It was Aunt Viv. It was the, his mom's sister, right? Okay. I yeah. never knew that. Yeah. Okay. I didn't either. Uh, no word on uh, Mick and his, this show, Nick? I haven't seen what you guys are talking about. Look, pull up his IMDb. Okay. Uh, Mick Jagger. Is uh, it there's a, a tab already open there. Yeah, is the it a special? Orange, uh, heresy? Maybe is that that's it? it? I don't know. I don't know. 2019 is what it says, so... So he's acting. This is not him yeah, playing no. himself or, or being yeah. himself. Okay. It's him acting. Um, yeah. Burnt Orange Heresy. Okay. Mm. Interesting. All right. And, and it looked pretty intense. So, all right. Uh, that's all I have in music news. We are going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. We're going to do two things. Uh, we're going to get the letter of the day for Word of the Week prize. We're going to give away our Tattoos Day prize when we come back, too. Uh, oh, and also we'll check him up here. See what yes. he's got going on. Maybe he'll know about the Mick Jagger show. Probably. Back in a moment. Stay with us. Hey, gang, it's safe to say we've never seen anything quite like 2020. Challenging, uncertain, unprecedented. Go ahead, pick an adjective, any adjective. We'll wait. 
We've been through a lot, probably with more to come, but we've stuck together like Philly always does. It's pretty easy to feel helpless, but there are a few things we can do. Like social distancing, avoiding large crowds, and wearing a mask when you're out in public. It might seem like a pain, but it's nothing compared to what some people are dealing with. So let's do the things we can do while we have to, and we'll get this great city and great country back to normal. A message from your friends at 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Want to thank our one guest. Uh, he was a little bit on the serious side, but yeah, nice enough to talk to him anyway. So Steve Gutenberg was on the show today. After he was talking about the disease, it, it didn't seem the appropriate time to bring up police academy. I know, I know. He was talking about the Lymphatic Education and Research Network. So yeah, we couldn't really dive into you know three men and a baby. Yeah, police academy. So. Cocoon. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, his mom is fighting uh, lymphedema, so he was getting the word out there. And uh, how about Hightower? Uh, yeah, how's he doing? Uh, but listen, you can also, you can uh, get some custom greetings from Steve Gutenberg mm-hmm. uh, through Cameo. So Cameo.com. I haven't perused that in a long time. I need to go by and see, because I like the cheesier ones. I think that's more fun. I got my wife. Um, Kevin a, Sorbo. Kevin Sorbo. Right. And, you know, that's to me, is perfect. Yeah. You don't get, like, super, well, they're not, are there major, major celebrities? Yeah. Mm. There there are like, some. Like, Tom but Hanks isn't really, on Cameo. Right. Really expensive. Right. I've, I've seen some some pretty high A-list names, not the ultimate, ultimate A-list names. Hi, this is the Pope. How are you? <laughs> I understand it's your 25th birthday. <laughs> so uh, Gutenberg was on John Oliver two or three weeks ago, and they were at this one typical John Oliver bit that really had nothing to do with anything else in the program, but he was talking about various dog names. And so Gutenberg was just listing off names that would be good for dogs. Okay. Yeah. So that's the type of thing you can get from a Steve Gutenberg cameo. All there right. Well, there you go. Nice. All right. Um, oh, by the way, we need to... Give away our prize. Uh, it's Tattoo Day, and we have a President Steve tattoo for Patricia Dahl of Collegeville. Yay! And Patricia gets a $350 gift certificate to get a Preston and Steve themed tattoo at Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. And you can check them out at 1729 South Street in Philly. And if you want to see the artwork samples, you can visit floatingworldtattoos.com or Go to Instagram and look at Floating World Tattoos, and you'll be able to see them. So congratulations are in order. Hey, look who it is. We were told he wouldn't be here. Tut, tut, tut. Look what the wind blew in. Yes, it did. How are you doing today, Pieri? Peachy. Excellent. Peachy. I love that word. It's a great word. Very nice. Uh, So you want to do the letter right off the bat? All right, let's get to it. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter... T as in tattoo. All right, T Uh as in tattoo. That's how Nick says it. uh, And we have a ticket for you and three friends to see Smith & Myers presented by WMMR. Pierre, you're going to be there at that show? I am, me and Brent. Thursday, it's part of the live-in, drive-in concert series, Citizens Bank Park, parking lot. And each ticket is good for one car and a maximum of four people per car to enjoy the show uh, from the comfort of your own vehicle. Some tickets still remain, and you can see the full schedule, complete guidelines, and, of course, Marissa's five tips for attending the drive-in shows at WMMR.com. We were talking about you. I don't know if you heard it or not. About Mick Jagger? Yes, I did hear You're familiar with this TV show? I am not. The series? Okay. Uh, I, I don't know what it is, but um, 
I love Steve's imitation. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I did. See, I know what Preston's talking about. It's kind of a conundrum because there's something that he was involved with. Like, oh, that's bizarre. I didn't know that was coming up, and now we can't find out what it is. I love your vocabulary too. Conundrum. Conundrum. <laughs> okay, here's a, here's a description: the burnt orange uh, heresy. 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 Herpes. It, which is returning to theaters after an abbreviated run this year marks Jagger's first credited screen role since 2001's The Man from Elysian Fields. That's it. Uh, and it's based on the novel by Charles Williford uh, from a screenplay, blah, blah, blah. It's basically the next installment of The Babysitter's Club. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> it was released last year and now it's being re-released. So uh, it was it was in theaters in 2019, which is why on IMDb it had it up as a credit Here we go. 2019. Uh, I'm sorry, just uh, to give you the the plot. The film, in the film, a down-on-his-luck critic is existing on the margins of the art world when he meets a young American woman and invites her to join him on a trip to a wealthy art dealer's luxurious villa on Lake Cuomo. Uh, There, the dealer, who is Joseph Cassidy, played by Mick Jagger, wants the critic to procure a painting by an enigmatic artist who's played by Donald Sutherland, living on the property. And this sets in motion a complex scheme of lies, forgery, and murder. Ah. So there you go. I've seen the most splendid painting of dogs playing poker. Uh, So (laughs) there you go. Mick back on the screen again. Wow, cool. Nice. Uh, He is a good actor. And and, and that's that's a fact, Jack. Yeah. (laughs) All right. uh, We got the letter of the day, so we know Uh, what's going on there. What's up on your show today? We will have a workforce block of Bruce. And a block of Avenged Sevenfold and a block of Pink Floyd. And uh, there's a group that's um, trying to bring attention to the plight of the concert worker, theatrical workers, production people, uh, stage crews. They've been decimated. They've just been decimated. There are, uh, I didn't realize, some 12 million uh, around the country people out of work. These are everyone from the people that might work in the parking lot to the people who might take the ticket to the... Uh, you know, the people who serve you beer or, or tech or, uh, tech people, yeah. certainly the people that do the stages at the local crews, the national crews. And there's a group called, um, well, I think they're calling it a red flag for this evening. And they're trying to get Philly buildings to light up in red. They're trying to do this around the country. And uh, I'm going to I'm going to talk with a guy named Jim Digby uh, at two o'clock this afternoon. We're going to do a block of live Philly songs. Uh, songs that were recorded in Philly, uh, like Pearl Jam and Spectrum, stuff like that. Right. And um, and uh, put some clips of a uh, conversation I had with him yesterday in between these songs. Uh, he brings really good points out about uh, the plight of the worker and how they're trying to bring attention to it and hopefully some relief. Well, like, like you know, we, we talked to our friends at Live Nation, and when all this started, business came to a halt. It yeah. just stopped. Well, you know, we think of the the more obvious ones, the restaurant workers, yes. uh, you know, hotel industries, the travel industry. But we often think of the concerts that we're missing, but we don't think of the people behind the scenes without whom yeah. those concerts couldn't take place. So um, it's it's about that. And uh, it's a, a cause important to me. So uh, we shall um, do that at 2 o'clock. Cool. Uh, speaking of causes, Steve, you wanted to mention something. Yes, if it's okay. Uh, you know what? We we have uh, Max Fund. My wife's charity is up on PrestonSteve.com, and there's a donor match program uh, going on. And 
people have been responding. It blew my mind. And it's really, you know, people are being very generous to explain what's going on for every dollar Max Fund raises. Arm and Hammer Kitty Litter, which is the greatest kitty, kitty litter in the world, they're going to match it up to $5,000. It's a potential of $10,000 for Max Fund. And the money raised goes to directly funding TNR voucher programs with Forgotten Cats. This helps community cats in the Philadelphia area, medical needs, and gets them, you know, taken care of so that the population doesn't explode and go out of control and their animals suffering. Arm & Hammer is committed to helping cats find care, uh, caring pet parents through animal shelters. Hashtag Feline Generous is what you look under and FelineGenerous.com for all the information. They're awesome. They offer this up out of the blue and they've been very generous and as have you. So if you can check it out and donate, great. A lot of great charities out there, as Pierre just mentioned. So direct your money wherever you want, but we'd love to have you support it. All right, PrestonSteve.com for the yes. info. Thank you. Cool. Uh, I also want to continue the thanks by thanking Duncan, the official coffee of the Ooh. Preston and Steve show. Duncan Chino machines fixed. And also brought to you by Wilmington University and Meineke doing car care right. Tomorrow on our show... We're going to have Ray Parker Jr. joining us. Wow. Yeah. Who are you going to call? I know. Yeah. Who? Me. Ray Parker yeah. Jr. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and oh. Fox Good Day. We'll be doing that. It's a Wednesday. We'll do a secret text word and stuff like that. That is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day. And we will see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you. Hate you. Live. Blair Witch Project, not a scary movie. Follow the running water to a larger body of water, you dopes. Next message. I'm happy. September morn. We danced until the night became a brand new day. Next message. Yeah, this one goes out to that that was flailing her arms at me for not getting out of her way so someone could merge into the highway. Hey, here's the f-ing news flash. It's not your job to swerve in front of me so someone can merge in. It's their f-ing job to learn how to merge. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.